This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Alright, welcome to Off the Rackham Sal. I'm Tiffany. This is the show where we take comics from the past week, recap them, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week we think you should check out. Uh, we got a ton of things coming out this week uh, that we're going to talk about. Uh, tons of things that came out last week we're going to talk about. I'm very excited. A lot of, a lot of events. We're hitting the ground running when it comes to returning and reacting uh, to the to the pandemic, Marvel and DC are like, here's everything, Blech. kitchen sink, which is exciting and good because like things come out and I don't even remember that they were gonna come out. You know, mm. I'm just like, oh, here's a thing. Oh, here's another thing. Here's a, here's part two of a story that just came out a week ago. Like it, it feels great. Yeah, just, I'm just ready to go. I'm happy to get more comics. It's hard on the wallet. Yeah, very much so. Uh, and, and hard on uh, your you know your your time management. Like you know you're going from uh, maybe a couple of months. Where you kind of just you got to learn how to bake bread, and you you know you you're working on this big painting, uh, and then all of a sudden you got to go back to work, you got to go back to your play, you got to go all these other things, plus all the things that you learned to do during the pandemic. That's right. Oh, and also the pandemic's still happening. So that's, that's true as well. <laughs> yeah. So it's more like everything just went. Hey, get back to work anyway. Yeah. Very true. So boom, we're back. Uh, so yeah, uh, there's a lot of things coming out. But before we do talk about those books, we want to give you an opportunity to get some really sweet memorabilia for your wall places. Uh, Valiant and uh, Comic Pop are teaming up to make sure that you out there, two lucky winners out there, can win a poster of your choice that is made of let's, metal. Let's start with this one. Let's start with this one. Because this is, this is the biggest one. We picked uh, this one specifically just because uh, it's so gorgeous. Uh, such that you actually were like, I like this so much, we pitched to Valiant, make more of these. Well, that'd be cool. Like, if they had, like, at least three or four of these, you could put them on your wall um, in, like, a, like, either a grid or, like, a, like a line, like a triptych kind of thing. You can even get them in different sizes. Yeah. Between your different sides. Mm -hmm. But they're they're metal. They are signed. And they're signed by the... Uh, master the of Production. Master of Production. You don't have to worry about me sending this to you, by the way. If you don't like this one or that one, uh, you just have to win, and then you'll coordinate with uh, with Valiant to uh, uh, to get the the poster of your choice. There are a bunch. Yeah. We have this one. Yeah. There were a lot to it's, choose from. Right. It's true. It's true. And I and I gotta tell you, what's cool about these is um, the company sends you everything you need to hang them, which I, I was figuring out as we were sitting here. There's like. This guy that goes on your wall, and then this magnet which adheres to that, and then you just put it up on the wall, and mm -hmm. it's ready to go. This one so requires two magnets. Right, but it, which will come with, so you don't have to worry about yeah. how you're going to hang this. And honestly, I think it looks cool without a frame. Like, I'm not always big into, like, frameless art, but I think this works. Yes. They also send stickers. Ooh. You also get stickers. You also get stickers. And a cleaning wipe. Oh, nice. Yeah, to clean these. Like, what the hell is this thing? Right? right? It's for no, no, it's to clean the wall first. Oh. It gives you everything you need to hang this up. Right. I love these. I think they're cool. Uh, and I want. And I know if you're looking to like spruce up your displays and you happen to love Valiant or you just like the visuals of these posters, uh, you can enter to win. We're going to announce the two winners at the end of the show. Here's a couple of caveats. One, you have to be in the chat. 
when the winners are announced. Mm -hmm. Two, there are no other caveats. You can be from Australia, Zimbabwe, Antarctica, doesn't matter. We're going to ship it anywhere in the world. Nice. No limitations. That's because this is coming from the company displayed, right? Yes, that's right. So, so perk up, right. you international viewers right. out there. And if you don't win and you do want to get one of these valiant metal art pieces, you can just go to displate.com. Yes. I think that's what it is. There's actually a link in the description below this video. Right now, they can go to, it'll take you right to the suite of Valiant options. Quantum and Woody, uh, you got uh, Divinity, uh, everything. Bloodshot, Ninjak, Exo, all of it. Uh, Punk Mambo. Yeah, I think there's uh, Quantum and Woody. There is, yes. Shadow Man. Shadow Man, yeah. There's a ton. Every Valiant character practically has one of these things. They're really, really great. Check it out. Uh, and enter to win. All you gotta do to enter to win, by the way, is use the hashtag uh, Valiant. Screw it. Just hashtag Valiant. We're not gonna make it hard for you. Hashtag Valiant in the chat as it's going on. We will have our uh, moderator, Danielle, pull some names and she will let me know who they are at the end of the show. Uh, we will be polling throughout the show. So enter to win. We'll remind you periodically throughout the show That's true. that you should hashtag Valiant it in the chat and we'll make sure you get one of these. Uh, two lucky winners, posters like these. They're super cool. Uh, I'm putting this up. There's no room on this wall, but we got plenty of walls to choose from. That's right. Uh, so yeah, uh, enter to win, hashtag Valiant. Anywhere in the world, it's rare we get to do that. Uh, I know. So if you are international, I would say do it. Yeah. Because these are worth quite a bit, by the way. Not that like the resale, I don't know about the resale, but like they're expensive. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, and you're a little quiet, so I'm hearing it again. Well, I was behind posters. Yeah. Relax, moderator Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. Uh, I have to display. What um what what have you read that you're excited about to talk about today? Oh, uh, that I'm excited about. Yeah, oh. you want to jump into? I don't know. Where do you want to start? Uh, all right, I'll talk about Avengers number thirty-four. There you uh, go. Th this is a thing that happened. Uh, In the age of Gumshoe, part two, written by Jason Aaron with art by. Jason. What the oh, hell no. is this, Javier Garon? Hey, you found it. What a horribly designed information <laughs> cover! Damn it, Marvel! What the hell? What's wrong with the big two and their design elements? We've talked about this before. What's the problem? They're trying new things. Well, good for them. But maybe, like, you know, do a couple of test phases first. We have, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, you're a designer. You, you know, explain this. Anyway. I don't work there. No, no. But I would. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, uh, Avengers number 34, Fist of Khonshu. The only reason why I wanted to talk about this one is because it... Uh, it, it explains what happened with Moon Knight and why he was able to take everybody out? Yeah, uh, he needed to. The end, that's all. We, we had a lot of theories about like what was going to happen, how... Maybe, uh, maybe Aaron was like, enough, justice for Moon Knight. Yeah, and like, listen, there are a lot of hardcore Moon Knight fans, and I know both of them, and... The the wow. fact remains, uh, they all agree, Moon Knight would not be able to do this, but well, he does in this because he needs to. Now maybe, maybe he had God mode on. Moon God mode. Now that being these, said, these are the jokes. People. These are the jokes. This is the show. What you get? We just lost twenty viewers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is okay. So like, this book. 
if you have not seen our episode of Back Issues where I just lay into this series, like, well, I, I you know, you don't have to watch it. But here's like, a mini version of it. Yeah, but here's a mini version of it. Uh, I hate Aaron's Avengers run, and he doesn't get these characters, and nothing is more apparent than in this issue. Uh, there's some really cool moments in this. I don't want to. I didn't want to talk about it. I'm not going to waste a lot of time on it. But I will say, like, <sighs> Black Panther is a cool moment in it. And if you love Moon Knight, he he has a lot of moments in this. There's actually, you know, what's funny. I I actually enjoyed most of this. Like, mm -hmm. there's a there's a part of the story where uh, it kind of flashes back, where uh, Moon Moon Knight essentially goes to like give Conchu a piece of his mind. Yeah. And Conchu is like hiding in the corner, like. <laughs> crying and like afraid of what's coming right and that fear tells mark he needs to be even more slavishly devoted to the to the moon god and like steal the eye of agamotto and make you know wait what's what, what's on its way right what is oh i don't know it's coming though but like moon knight was just part of like a ridiculous like you know Hyborian age style adventure with like you know Conan and you know Agnes and all of them. Yes, where Khonshu had to help them defeat the worm. Yeah, now something else is coming, but don't get that confused with the big thing in Donny Cates's Thor run, right? Or no, right? Or the fact that um something's happening in Empire. Yeah, don't for, don't worry about that. Another big thing is coming. So wait, wait, I. All right, so an empire that is that what event like is that this Avengers scene? Yes. Where's Moon Knight? Not here. Interesting. Where's Moon Knight's not on the Avengers. He just shows up in oh, this book. Oh, okay. I haven't really been reading Moon Knight, so I thought he like I thought he did like a classic. Like I'll join and then yeah. No, no, he's just he shows up right and takes on the Avengers right. But that's not the thing that's on its way. No. Okay. It's another thing. Something else is coming. Pass. Uh, don't waste your time that's with a, this that's run. That's a real shame. Because I do like Aaron. Yeah, his Thor run is excellent. Maybe that's it. Maybe he's not a team book writer. Like maybe. maybe. he just needs like a main focus of a character. And like he can develop other characters with them. But like if he doesn't have to balance a team, maybe that's where his strength is. It could be. Because I have enjoyed Aaron in the past. You have as well. Yeah, uh, for we sure. Have, we have two very, very different sensibilities too. So it's like he appeals to a range of of, of, of fandom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate it. Oh, he also frees Mephisto. What? He goes to Vegas. He frees Mephisto. And then kills him. <laughs> That's kind of funny. That's funny. Yeah. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, okay, that's. That's funny. Yeah, but then immediately after that, somebody's like, oh, but which Mephisto? Whatever. It's, and I'm that's, like, oh my God. That's still funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they just, we're done with the damnation plot. Finally. It's over. It's, it's not, though. No. But like, uh, but that is still, I, I do, I do get, I get humor from that. That's, yeah. Ha ha ha. There's, there were a couple of, the thing is that no, like Aaron is a writer. So like there are things in it that appeal to you or that happen that are fun, yeah, uh, and, and it makes a lot of sense. But like, there are other things that don't, yeah. And uh, it ends on kind of like a thud. This issue, mm. I don't even want to get into it, okay. but it's like, Bleh. it's just, it ain't for me. Okay, but okay. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sing its praises or recommend. No, it. that's fine. But like that Mephisto thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, Aaron is like practically cleaning house. I don't. 
know. Like maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But like that is like I don't. Like, I don't think there's really animosity at all. No. But like I, I think that's a little bit of cheek. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where he's just like, okay, you guys decided you were gonna like completely undo the you know growth that Strange did and like do this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just undid your freaking event. <laughs> so bite me. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean I would not be surprised if there was a little bit of that. Yeah. Cheek. Uh, but yeah, I don't recommend it. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Um, but I do recommend the weekly series from Tom Taylor, DC's Hope at World's End. I'm a sucker for DC's. So I've talked about this a lot. You are. Uh, more The more DC's, the better. The, the fact that Tom Taylor writes all of them is like so fantastic. Is this the Taylor-verse? It might as well be, right? Well, they seem to really like to give people their imprints. own imprint. Yeah. Even though they hate imprints. But no, right. I'm, I'm just, seriously, I'm glad that it is like something that you're really enjoying. Yeah, uh, awesome. it's great. It's just more. Right. And, that, and this is like the stuff that's kind of the in-between stuff. Yeah, okay. it's before they leave. Uh, it's before okay. they leave for Earth 2. Right. Uh, the new Trinity has, has donned their costumes. Uh, and uh, so young Batman, Damien, yep. uh, Cassie, and, uh, and, and John, uh, they go, basically there they go and they save Talia. Like, oh. hey, remember Talia like right. Taylor's like there are a lot of characters in the DC universe right, I only right. focused on a couple of them and people still loved it and every time I do another story I focus on another huge chunk of them and people are like oh my god right, right. about them like so yeah uh, they, they discover the graves that were dug by Jason Todd in the Batcave in Unkillables okay so there is closure there okay they now know about Jason Todd and how he made it so Taylor's closing gaps. He's crossing stories over. Do they find Talia? Yes. Cool. I was imagining like like an almost 28 days later kind of story that he mm-hmm. might write where it's like Raish was in the Lazarus pit. Yes. And he comes out and it's already happened. Right. He's like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> you know he's saving it because I don't think Raish has come up yet. But I'm just saying like that's kind of like that's a that, that's. Yeah. It's a little funny. So Talia and the <laughs> Kang go to the Batcave. That's where they discover Okay. Everybody. And when they okay. get there, they run into Stephanie Brown. Oh. Yes. Because. She's spoiler? What, what is she? She is spoiler okay. for a couple of panels. Uh-huh. And she's like, listen, Damien, if you're going to be Batman, <gasps> you're going to need a Robin. And she very quickly changes into the Tim Drake Robin cut. Co- well, the Stephanie Brown Robin cut. Co- That's co- cute. Uh, I just have this here. Yeah, well, she probably just cracked a case and put it on. I know. The fact is, there is a great moment in here that's Tom Taylor being like, hey, these are my favorite characters. Right, right, right. He killed off the Robins in the first series. Okay. But he had, of course, he had Jason write the, the gravestones in Unkillables, but we get to see, J- you know, Jason's interpretation of everyone, mm-hmm. uh, all the Robins. And when you see the gravestones, like, you see, like, Taylor kind of, like, signing the headstones right right and right. when you see them you get to see like what taylor's interpretation of jason todd's robins are mm-hmm. and he says uh the dick grayson got to grow up oh that's cool uh bruce wayne is a bastard father mentor bastard batman right tim drake the best of us oh that's really sweet you're like i like tom taylor and i wish he would come on the come show on the show me. tom come on <laughs> <laughs> I've reached out to you. You know my email address. Uh, but yeah, no, like, the, he's like, yeah, no, Tim is the best Robin. 
And so Stephanie, kind of in deference to him, like retakes the mantle of Robin. Damien's like, best Robin. It's a, the best Robin. It's shut up, Damien. <laughs> well, that's why he immediately put Damien into a Batman costume. Right. But great stuff. Uh, I love this series. Can't sing its praises high enough. Uh, definitely pick it up. It's so worth it. Nice. Uh, just, why not? Right, right, right. And it's cheap. Check it out. Uh, before we get into more, I wanted to also mention that this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you want to su support us in any other way, besides the Valiant thing, we'll get into that, hashtag Valiant, um, you can uh, use Super Chats, ask us a question, make a comment, we will read it here on the show and, uh, and answer it. Uh, for example, uh, I believe Brian Rollins was our first one who said, here's my weekly contribution, Strange Adventures oh. has really got me more intrigued than Death Metal. Fair enough, and we'll get into both of those later on. We but will I'm indeed. I'm very much looking forward to oh, talking yeah. about them. Yeah, and I'm gonna let you take point on that one because oh. it's you know it, it, it's a it's a twelve issue mini. Come on, uh, I, I like those. I know you do. I'm a big fan. Uh, and like yeah, J Met. Uh, what are your thoughts on Marvel Wednesday variant covers? You guys are the best. Yeah, Marvel uh, put out a bunch of like variant covers where they're like books come out on Wednesdays. What do you think in DC? Uh, I think they're petty. They're stupid. They're cheap, and I hate them. Right. You know what it is though, like. It, I'm I, I I like weirdly I can't even be mad because it's literally what comic book companies have been doing forever. Like if it's not a lenticular cover, it's a foil cover. If it's not a um, that's an old comic either. Oh, oh, but you know what I mean. Like it, it's just like that's what they do. They cement themselves in time, yep. and that's literally what this is going to do. You'll be seeing these cover in long boxes. Yeah, I hope so. Right. I hope you don't see them in like CGC cases. I'm like, sure you'll oh. see some of them. Some like some people will do that absolutely. Um, because this will like really cement a moment in time, and like this is like something that's very different right now. You know what I mean? Like DC taking this like departure from Wednesdays. I I don't like how they look. Like I'm not a fan of the design. Yeah. Like it's just No, I hate them. They're they're ugly. Like the and color choices, the font choice, the they they just reek of laziness. It does seem a little I don't know. I don't know. I I've only seen one, but if, I'm sure If you've seen one, they're the same. Okay. It's just it's just the logo of the book mm -hmm. and the, the the mantra. Right. So, I don't know. Also, if you're going to release a, a slew of new variant covers, maybe you could have hired a cool artist to do something cool mm -hmm. and given someone work instead of just like making the graphic designer that you have do this too. Uh, Super Pooper says, Dr. Manhattan, who's actually Bruce Wayne, speaking like the Joker was actually Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I can see why Alan Moore is mad a bit much, but okay. So, like, <laughs> we'll get into Death Man in a little while. I keep hearing this, that like Alan Moore is seething, that he's pissed off. I feel like I have not read anything to support that Alan Moore even knows about this, just, much less talks about it. Well, you have to use scrying materials in order to find <laughs> out what he's thinking. Yeah, we need to hold a seance and get I, the Ouija listen, board listen, out I'm, to ask I, him. I, I am not giving... I'm not throwing shade at Alan Moore here. I will, just because I just like he to, can take it. I like to like poke fun at that because it's just, it's just so... It's like fascinating to me that like here's this... like guy who's written some like really schlocky material but also some like incredibly like brilliant pieces of literature yep who's also like yeah i believe in magic i'm yeah. like that's just fascinating also i'm a warlock right like that's neat i don't know that that's right. like a, a yeah yeah you want to have a, a drink a pint with him down at the pub it's true like it, it's like i wish that this was an affectation that was ubiquitous amongst all careers like <laughs> i wish scott snyder was also really good at close-up magic 
Oh my gosh. Mr. Giggles, hi, listening to you guys while I clean. Good. Good, good practical use of your time. Yes. Uh, way. Jeffrey Ken Dolo says, not gonna lie, after issue two of Death Metal, I kind of dread the Snyder ending. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll Scott is hyper aware of his tropes at this point, so he may, you know, he may play to his own strengths. He may uh, rail against them. And the thing is, do you want the devil you know or the devil you don't know? Do you want to know you're getting the Snyder ending, or do you know? Do you want a, an ending that neither Snyder nor you see coming? Like I don't know. Well, there's something interesting about that because that might be the ending that the story naturally would like to have. Right. And that's the thing. I like, I, well, you know, I want a story, I want an ending to a story that is natural and organic as opposed to an, a manufactured, I have something to say, make it do this. And I'm not actually accusing Snyder of doing that. No. It's more just like, I hate when that happens and I hope Snyder is completely aware. I mean, the fact is, the dude can do whatever he wants. So I hope, I, I, would, I would imagine, you're fine, that every ending that he's given is the ending that he wanted. Right. Right. I mean, right. like, because I don't know if there's ever been like a period in Snyder's history when he worked for DC where he was like, we had to like beg for an ending. No. Okay. That like he wanted. Right. 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 You know, because otherwise he could just be like, well, I'm Scott fucking Snyder. I'm walking. Like <laughs> he could do that with every book he's ever written. Yeah. But I feel like you know he's also a team player, so I probably he probably there's probably some give and take. Yeah. Dan V nine hundred. The Dark Ages announcement made me laugh since Marvel's trying. Uh, finally, just going to let Tom Taylor do an out-of-continuity story due to his success at DC with Injustice and DCs. Don't die, Stephanie. Um, yeah, Marvel announced Tom Taylor, The Dark Ages. It looks like a... What's that called? Uh, it looks like a metal map and, like, in old-age font, The Dark Ages. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already in. Because right. Because that is so... Regardless of the quality, um, I... I Listen, I am guilty of doing that thing where it's like, this writer is writing it, therefore I feel I, I have expectations of how good it will be. I'm trying not to do that, but like literally like... Tom Taylor. I, well, I was going to say like the, the subject matter, like even bad or good is like could be schlocky enough that I love it or yes. could just be really well written that I love it anyway. But like, yeah, that mm -hmm. that's right up my alley. I don't know anything else about it. I've only seen the font. That makes me think it's going to be like a 1602 kind of thing and i hope it doesn't try to do that you know like oh, hyborian marvel yeah well it could just be that too like just conan marvel right but it'd be like but you can't probably can't do that but yeah you could well i'm just saying i don't know but it's just i do like dark ages though because then you can work around like you can create your own lore yes instead of having to if he wants to i don't know yeah I, that's i'm in right i'm in you know dr strange is gonna be there oh yeah Alex Cash, when Aaron turned Thor into Phoenix in the far future, it fit the theme. Thor is a god with many legends. The same type of big idea is bad for Avengers. Turn New York into an Egyptian city replete with pyramids. I'm out. Yeah, uh, no, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that he really does well with a single character. Like Conan. Conan, Strange, Thor. Like, he just does... Wolverine. Wolverine. I... Not, I'm unfamiliar with it's that. It's good. And I also only read um, the, like, King Thor stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, I only had that, like, exposure to his Thor run. Mm -hmm. And even that, like, being so, like, out of my depth, but, like, <laughs> really enjoying it. And, like, just having those ancillary characters there that were developed, but, like, the focus is on Thor. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's maybe his more his wheelhouse. I, like, And so maybe where now he's trying to lean on the things he knows how to do, mm -hmm. but it's not working with the scope of the Avengers. No. Well, he just keeps having to switch gears and focus on somebody else. Yeah. And it's just, we're not, we're not meshing the characters. Yeah. Well. 
Uh, Paul Baker loved seeing Stephanie in Deceased. Unfortunately, this probably means we're going to watch her be die brutally later. I hope not. But because here's the thing, he does love those. He does love her. Right. But like, I guess what they're saying is that like, you have to wonder like, why are they on the ship or not? Well, and that's the thing. Like, they don't show you the ship. They don't right. show you the surface of Earth 2 in uh, at World's End. Yes, yeah, so you don't so know. So you don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. I really like that because he could literally change his mind at the last second. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I hope not, but like, I fully expect it. I fully expect everyone to die, but I hope not. Mm. And Taylor is also not like Garth Ennis, where he's right. like, I want to see them all die. Right, right, right. It's like, no, I, he has a story to tell. Mm -hmm. uh, Dan V900, with Bendis leaving Superman, I know it won't happen, but DC should give it to Taylor, whose favorite character is Superman. He keeps pushing for it. Well, he should get it. Yeah, that, I would be down for that. I'd also be cool with it just going back, back to Tomasi. Tomasi. Yeah. I feel like they won't do that. I feel like they won't let themselves do that. It would, it would, even if everyone wanted them to betray, like that they made a mistake. Yep, exactly. And they're not going to do that. Yeah. So I think Taylor's an excellent call. I agree. Hashtag Valiant. Yeah, you can not. You don't have to get this one. You can go if you win and pick another Valiant metal poster out. We have Ninjak. And Bloodshot here, but there is a whole slew of Valiant characters for these uh, metal display art pieces signed by Masters of Production, <laughs> complete with all the hanging materials you'll need sent to you anywhere in the world. All you have to do to win is put in hashtag Valiant. Into the chat right now. And then stay here. You gotta, you gotta stay here to the end, because if we call your name and you're not here... We move on to the next that's one. That's it. It's over. You can't comment on the video later. Mm -hmm. it's, it's done then. No, because then that's bullshit. I gotta go find you. No, forget no, it. Forget it. It's over. Uh, Stuart Flowers. Hey, Sal and Tiffany. Thank you for all the great content. Also, do you think the Empire tie-ins are needed? We'll talk about that at the end. Uh, but I will say, no. They never are. Uh, Dan Wesley just wanted to spend some send some dollars to my favorite comic book YouTube channel. Uh, but also that Tim Drake knot is like water to my thirsty man for me. <laughs> He's my fave. Me too, man. I'm telling you, though... In continuity, make Tim Oracle. Don't paralyze him. Just make him Oracle. There you go. Get him out of that duck costume and move on. Uh, Dex Baker, so Avengers just inv invalidated every issue of my current Ghost Rider run by killing Mephisto. I mean, he he had the Eye of Agamotto and the Fist of Khonshu and the Fist of the... Uh, and the Iron Fist and uh, a bunch of other magic bullshit... So, you know, it to takes be, a lot. To be fair, no. we don't, I, I would say we don't know when Ghost Rider is happening. Same thing with Conan. Yes. Because the, the Mephisto was also in the Serpent Crown. Right, right, right. It, and also with Aaron saying, like, which Mephisto was it? You're like, it, don't worry about it. Like, it's, no one is going to use it. Because, like, right now the trend seems to be, I do something, you do something to undo what I did, then I'm going to undo what you did. Right. So, like, no one's going to want to carry Aaron's Avengers you know what I mean like there is there's nothing happening in Spencer Spider-Man that is like contributing to or holding up slot Spider-Man right you know what I mean yeah, yeah like yeah. don't worry about the, it <laughs> the only person who's gonna carry this weight is Aaron is Aaron <laughs> yeah like when he started Avengers he was like Sp Strange has gone through like four different writers they've all done different things with him he's gone through three different costume changes we'll just make him wear the blue suit like I did like nobody cares don't worry about it. You're, you're going to be fine. Uh, and Absolute Venom, I'm just so in love with Deceased Verse. I wonder how long it will be until we get an omnibus. Probably when Dead Planet ends, I would assume. But then again, I bet there's going to be more. I'm looking forward they, like, to animated 
yeah. whenever they decide. The deceased animated movie should be in production already. Right? Like, come on. Your move, DC. <laughs> uh, what's a book that you want to talk about now? Um, well, we just mentioned Conan, so I'll, I'm going to briefly um, talk about it. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I've been really... I'm, I'm like, hyped on the Conan train. Mm -hmm. I will say... Conan Battle for the Serpent Crown. There's nothing wrong with this book, but like literally, la remember last week when we were like, number three is coming out. And, and did I, I even like, read I the like, first one? Did I read one? this? Did I read either of these? I literally, apparently I have read both of them. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> oh crap. Like, and then like, I, I kind of started piecing it back together what had happened. And honestly, it's just been a while since it's come out. Yep. And, um, you know, this is like a, um, oh, I, I guess I should mention who it's by if mm. I can actually find that page. But while I'm looking for that, um, this is very. This is uh, Saladin Ahmed and Luke Ross. Yes. Um. This is just a classic kind of Conan adventure. Like, if that's what you're kind of looking for, like, if you liked Conan the movie, you know, where Conan is a thief, and like he has, he has a plucky band of right, or like he at least has a sidekick. Yes. But like, mostly it's due to his desire to gain wealth. Right. That's the kind of story this is. Okay. It's Conan in the modern day Marvel universe looking like a looking to kill uh cullen gath because okay. he's like hey you're still alive and you suck but mm -hmm. also hey i'm gonna go on a thieving adventure with this plucky young lady who is also a thief you're right um he's run into like various characters including black cat and now like he, yes. he they got a ring that like she was trying to get back because it was actually a friend of hers turns out it's a magic ring and it transports him to wakanda okay and like this, when I say, like, a classic Conan adventure, I also want to say that this has that feeling of, like, old-school team-ups, mm. where, like, you know, the book is really about Conan, but, like... We're like, gonna put him with someone but, like, here, in each here issue. But, like, here comes, like, you know, Black Panther, and, like, Black Panther's on the cover, of course. And, like, when Black Panther finally shows up, Black Panther shouts his own name in his logo font. <laughs> and then proceeds to, like educate you about a couple of things that you might not know about Black Panther if you're reading the book. Okay. So, like, you know what I mean? Where it's just, like, even if I wasn't highly trained, it didn't have, like, the heart or... You know what I mean? Oh, like, my God. Literally, it, it had that feeling of, like, an old... Like an old Marvel team-up. Yes, yes. Where it was, like, hey, I don't know if you know this character. You might just be here for Conan. <laughs> Let me give you a little backstory on who Black Panther so you can, is. So you can have fun and, like, pretend like you've been watching... Like, you've enjoyed Black Panther the whole time. Exactly. When they team up and do cool things. Right. And, like, they barely team up. Like, they show up and, like, it turns out that, like, on Wakanda, there is a set, um, like, hidden, like, altar. There's a big statue okay. of set, like, the snake oh. god. But, like, that even, like, Wakanda's technology didn't know. didn't know it was there. And, like, Mephisto is working with a guy named Champion. Okay. And uh, he's a super rich guy who's, like, an outsider. And they're looking for, like, this, this the serpent crown. In order to find the serpent crown, they need the serpent scepter. Okay. And the only way they could find it was by using this ring. And so, like, they let Conan go and find it. And then he, like, used the super expensive suit to teleport onto Wakanda. Yes. And find it. Because, obviously, like, you can't just go onto Wakanda. No. Um, and, um, basically, like, Mephisto clearly has another greater plan. And, like, it's... It's a it's a rich guy working with Mephisto, and like they both think they have the upper hand, but like one of them's the devil and one Naturally. of them's a rich guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So um, you know they like they do find the 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 scepter. The guy shows up and he takes it away. Okay. And like like like, or like Black, Black you, Panther's you like you cannot possess what I cannot take away. Yeah, and Black Panther's like, uh, what the hell? 
And like one of like his like guards, guards are like people who are like basically patrolling the island, are like, oh my gosh, dude, I'm so sorry. I, I totally screwed up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm gonna resign my post. Like I screwed up. All right. Like T'Challa. And like he's like, no, it's cool. Like you don't have to do that. Right. Like we, You're, we didn't everyone know. screws up. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Like, you know, oh, that guy had a lot of money and clearly he found a way to go right. And Conan's like, oh, like a king who's not a dick. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. And like, like Black Panther, he's like, that's rare. And he's like, as rare. And like Black Panther's like, as rare as a thief with honor. Like, haha, because they fought uh-huh. and then they fought together. Like, whatever. <laughs> All right. So like, it's it's just that. That's cute. It's that kind of story. So oh, like, if fun. you were if you were high on the Aaron Conan, like the deep dive into the character, that's not what you're going to get here. But you are just going to get a fun, ridiculous over-the-top Conan adventure where he's in the Marvel Universe. Right. And you get Black Panther screaming Black Panther in his... Like, <laughs> in his font. In his font. They like to do that. Like, he's got the pose and everything. Yeah, of course. He's like, ha-ha! Then you don't know the Black Panther! Yeah. Then you've is, never heard of the Black Panther! It is hilarious because his companion is also black, and, like, when they get there, like, she's like, whoa, we're on Wakanda, this is really cool. And, like, Conan immediately assumes that she has magic. And he's like, oh, you brought us here. And she's like, let me get this straight. You think... You think black people have magic? No, no, no. That as a black person, that if I could teleport onto Wakanda, mm-hmm. a scientifically advanced nation led by black people, my life would be very different. Right. Like, like it's just—it's <laughs> really like funny, and like she's the right type of sarcastic to yeah. match which wits with Conan, who's like who has no who idea has what no that patience for it. Yeah. And like in a way where he's like like okay, now's the time where we all stop talking and Conan broods and walks. Right. Like, it's that kind of thing. So, okay. like I said, like, it's just, it, it is, it is a, just a fun little plucky adventure. All right, I like that. Then at the end of the day, well, like, he probably will not, will he kill Kellen Gath in this? Probably not. Probably not. They're probably using him. Like, yeah. they're waiting for him. But, like, Mephisto's in this, which is why, like, I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. But, like, it's a Conan story, so nobody's really paying attention. It'll be in the dollar bins in no time. Which is funny, though, because don't forget, he was part of the Savage Avengers. Yes. Which is still happening. I have I not think. read. No, so. I, I stopped reading that. Yeah, so I couldn't. I was like, nah. <laughs> That's cool. So it's a recommend or not? I don't know if it's a recommend. I think it depends on your taste. If you're interested in Conan, you know what I mean. Like, if you're like, I love Black Panther and I want a Black Panther story, that's probably like, I don't think he's going to be in the book after this. <laughs> I'm guessing this is like a. Yeah, I'm here now and then I leave. What yeah. is hilarious though is like we went from Black Cat to Black Panther, and like yeah. so Conan's like, is he going to team up with Black Knight? Well, he's like, it's another cat. Person, a person oh my like god, a yeah. Like, he's like, I, what, what is this? What is it? That's weird. Yeah. That's funny that he would acknowledge it. Yeah. That, that, that is also weird. <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, Giant Size X-Men Magneto number one. Yeah. The This is uh, written by Jonathan Eggman with yeah. art by Ramon Perez. Uh, this is the most bare bones explanation I could possibly give you is uh, Magneto buys Emma Frost a house. And that's the book. Yeah. Um, it's one of those issues where you're like, if, if you bought it, you're like, did I waste $5? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, there's not a lot of, like, there's not a lot of story, but the no. story that's there is like, if you are a fan of the characters who are in this, you might enjoy some of the, like, dialogue and banter that goes on. Yes. But it was still $5. I, I really enjoyed the issue. Yeah. Like, I, I'm going to say out loud, I really enjoyed it. I don't want you to misconstrue... Like, my concern, you know, for your finances with, like, a lack of interest in the story. I thought it was really well written. It And it clearly is important. But, like, if you want to skip it, Magneto gets a special key from the bottom of the ocean. 
that he doesn't care about what it does. But it will come up in the big Secret Wars-esque X-Men event that Jonathan Hickman will, will happen in a year or two. So, you know, that's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, Magneto got a neat key in an adventure with Namor. That's what happens in this. Also, Emma Frost gets a cool house. Right. And admittedly, it is super dope. Right. Is it dope because there's a sentinel head in it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's exactly why. And, like, I'm not gonna lie. I got some low-key, they banging vibes. Yeah. From the, like... Absolutely. Everyone is. Remember, if a, a collection of mutants in the vernacular is called an orgy. I know, but I'm, I'm just saying... No, but yeah, like, like it, yes, Magneto and... Because, like, he doesn't... She asks him for a favor. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess you do want to have a favor locked away. If Emma Frost offers you the opportunity to have, like, a time that you can call on her to do something, yep. like, whammy someone's mind or whatever, you you, want you're going to do it. You're going to make it happen, especially if it's, like, what he ends up having to do. Yes. But, like, you know, there's still, like... They have dinner, and it's like... Oh, yeah. No, it's very... It, it's... Yeah. I but, mean, it's very her, too. Like, that's very what she would do. Yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if they were or weren't. Right. Like, <laughs> I, but I really enjoyed it. If you just want a cool... St- There's no B-plot. There's no... And it's just Magneto is doing a favor for Emma. Mm-hmm. He meets up with Namor. They go on an adventure. Mm-hmm. Then he meets up with Emma again. Yep. That's it. And the house is made. And I promise and you, the only thing that matters in it is that one day, yeah. later on, there will be one shot in this overall big event where Magneto's going to reach into his pocket. He's going to pull out this key. In his pouch. He went into a pouch. Yeah. You're going to go, where the hell did that key come from? Yep. This is the issue where that key came there from. There you go. Or maybe he's just like, maybe he has zero plans for this key. There's no way. And no, just one day. focused on this key. I don't know. I promise you, this All key right. matters. I will say, though, like, Magneto not only, like, house hunts for her. Well, he island hunts for her, mm-hmm. and then he builds her a house. Yes. So, like, he's clearly going to get an HGTV series, like, yeah. Magneto ha- on Homes. Magneto House Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. I just enjoyed, I just thought it, it was, was a cool it story. Was, it was, but then when I realized how much it cost, I was like, that's frustrating. Yeah. It's not fair. It's not fair, but it definitely, in my opinion, did a better job of being a book about the character whose name is in it than Nightcrawler did. Yeah, that Nightcrawler book was a bait and switch, no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so uh, I recommend it, but maybe in the discount bins. Here's what I recommend. Wait. I promise it'll be a dollar in a month. Right, because this like this is not a hundred percent like going to be necessary for the book, except for the fact that maybe Emma will live someplace else because Hickman wrote this, and then you'll be like, yeah, exactly. But I mean, like that's so not out of her character to just decide to go someplace else mm-hmm. that like I feel like it wouldn't be such a big deal. Yeah, this is well, this is her like if but, the shit hits the fan in Krakoa, I have a place to go. Yeah, but the the Sentinel head thing is really fun. It's really cool looking. I also like the like old sailor guy at the beginning. He's <laughs> fun. I expected him to die. Why? Because it would be cruel. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, Kevin Meyer says, random question. What's your favorite Stephen King book? On writing. Oh, there you go. Followed by The Stand, I guess. I've never actually read one of his novels. Mm. You could... I would recommend something like Christine or Cujo. Yeah. They're very easy to I read. Don't like, that one, it, just it reads have, very fast. I don't have very much interest in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're short. Yeah, I probably... The bigger ones are like, you're, you're gonna go, what the hell am I even doing? That's what my problem is, is that, like, my, like, pre-knowing that, like, a lot of his books tend to, like, go places, that I was like, okay. Yeah. I love The Stand, but, like, no. Like, screw you for that ending. 
I did uh, read some of On Writing, though, because you had it. Yeah. That was good. I really, yeah, though that's like a memoir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ron Caterasano says, Tiffany, imagine a once-in-future spinoff that focuses on the myths and stories of other cultures like John Henry coming back into modern America. So, okay, so, like, I get where you're coming from, but the reason that this is so successful is because the guy writing it is English. Yes. And is passionate about that, like, mythology. Yeah. And, like, Arthurian lore and all of that. And so that's why this works so well is because he has the know-how, the knowledge, and the passion behind it. And so, like, it wouldn't necessarily be a spinoff. You just have to do a totally different series written by somebody else, whatever culture that is, that has that same know-how and passion for it. That's true. Uh, hashtag Valiant if you want a free, Hashtag uh, Valiant. If you want a free poster, hashtag Valiant. Uh, Alex Sanchez, just, just sending some love. Thank you very much, <laughs> Thank Alex. Thank you. Dan Axelrod, Simpsons actually called this. Hey, Mr. Moore, will you sign my copy of Watchmen Babies? Uh, please let, Al let Watchmen rest. Yeah. Yeah, Watchmen, mm, uh, we'll see. I was talking to Ethan about it. He, he was very upset. Yeah. Ethan's getting upset. Yeah. Uh, Jack O'Connell. Uh, hey, guys. I hope you're both well with everything going on. I've kind of yeah. dropped off of comics for now. That's I'm fair. only following Aquaman and Amazing Spider-Man, but I'll always love your channel. Thank well, you, Well, thank you so much. Really you're always it. welcome here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, there was a period in time in my life where I only read Wizard. Like, I didn't read mm -hmm. comics at all. I just read Wizard to keep updated. Yeah. Um, oh, did we, did we bounce? Yeah, Damn it. it went down. Hmm. Uh-oh. There it is. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Denial says, The Dark Ages, what is about 90s Marvel com What is it about 90s Marvel comics? Ha 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 ha. Ha, I like that. Jermox uh, says, Longtime fan who can finally catch the show live. Just wanted to show my support. Thank you, Jermox. Well, thank you so much. Really and hello. Me. Yeah, welcome to the show, man. I made a, 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 a SpongeBob-esque... Imagination. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> One of my favorites. Uh, T-I-W-A-Y Vautier says, Tom Taylor has his own alternate universe in DC State Injustice. Has he ever worked in canon DC Universe? What canon books would you want him to see him on? Uh, I think he has. I, I can't just throw out a book for you right now off the top of my head, but I believe he has. And uh, I guess I put him on like Suicide Squad or any team book. Justice League would be great. Superman would be good. Mm -hmm. Batman. Literally, uh, he's written all of them. Green Arrow, he'd be terrific at because he loves that character. Um, an Oracle book starring Tim Drake. Uh, yeah, he'd be great at all of them. Uh, Detective, he'd do a Bat Family book. He, yeah. uh, cast the last. Any more collaborations or interviews with other comic creators on YouTube channels coming our way? No. Uh, the only interviews you're going to be seeing in the near future are with creators, like comic creators. Uh, we haven't teamed up. Yeah, they said with other comic creators. Oh, I'm sorry. No, or, or other comic channels. <laughs> uh, yes, comic creators. Yes. Yeah, stay tuned tomorrow for a comic book creator interview. And then hopefully uh, by the end of the month, we'll have something very special in the it's, works. It's a cool one. It's a cool Tomorrow. It, yeah, tomorrow's very cool. I hope you watch it. Please uh, do. Please watch it. Yeah, please. Watch it. It would be, I'll it know would, if you didn't. It would help us out, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you might be interested. I won't be able to do anything, but I'll know. I'll know. But yes, uh, tomorrow. Stay tuned. Uh, there's a hint in the Instagram stories right now about what who who we're interviewing. Is it? Yeah. Um, also, uh, another huge thing coming up. If it actually coalesces, it's going to blow your mind. And then, like a week later, another interview that, if it happens, will blow your mind. No, it's not Alan Moore. No, it's not Grant Moore's. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. We, we are definitely having more creators on the channel, despite the fact that they don't do nearly as well as like other shows we've done. Uh, but I don't But they're care. really insightful and, really like and they're awesome and yeah. Yeah, I like making them and I like doing them and I think, you know, you guys benefit from seeing them. And the right people do. Uh, so 
Viv 102, uh, need Ethan review of Watchmen TV show. Yeah, I would love to see that. I would do it. I would, I would love to record a show like that. Uh, he has no interest in watching it. I was uh, going to say, I think that would require him to watch it. He would have to watch it, which <laughs> he has not. Uh, yeah. But I would love, I, you know, if I, if I had the, if I could pay him to do it, I would. Uh, Kenneth Dowling, hey guys, you two are always the start. You guys, you two always start the week off right for me. Thank you. Oh, thanks a lot. It's our uh, happy Monday. All-knowing Sage Sal, the beautiful inquisitive Tiffany, I oh. officially crown you team. Hashtag so great. <gasps> love you guys. I'm Thank you, Kenneth. We really appreciate it. That's I'll take hashtag. that crown. Yeah. Hashtag so great. Uh, so yeah, um, more. Uh, you got any more? Yeah, I read Once in Future. This is like again a book that I don't want to. I don't like to spoil. Yeah, you don't want to belabor it. It yeah. continues to be freaking awesome and like drawn beautifully, and like, <laughs> it's just I just love it. Like I say, I, this is the book I save every time it's time for us to read books for the show. I'm yeah. like, this is the one I'm going to save and enjoy it with my iced coffee, which is what I did today. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looks awesome, and like I love that we're finding out like just the machinations that Merlin has. Where like he's like That's not right. They just introduced Merlin recently. Didn't well, they they, re- they introduced Merlin and Beowulf is here and like just what his plans are and it was like so obvious when he said it out loud. I was like, oh, <laughs> and like we don't even know the full scope of it. Ooh. And that's what I really love about it. And I was like, oh crap. Yeah. And then there's like a nice cool reveal at the end. Nice. Like, oh, and now they're gonna deal with this. And I'm excited for this yeah. because what this is probably means that this other thing is coming, which I was like, oh, that's scary too. Is that just what you're assuming is going to happen? Like yes. you're, you're just inferring? I'm inferring. Good. That's great. I am inferring. So I don't know anything, but I don't want to ruin it if you haven't had a chance to read it yet. Um, I just, it's just such a good looking book yeah. and it's so well written and it's so much fun and it's just action packed and just, oh my God. Yeah. I don't ever want Dan Mora like to be off this book. Yeah. But I also really want Dan Mora to do other things. Mm. But it, again, it won't look like this hundred percent because some of it is just this crazy coloring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh God. The coloring on this book overall has been fantastic. Oh yeah. And even when it's not like crazy colors, like it just looks it great. Just look stands how satisfied out. Yep. Bridget is yep. here. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, a book can be made or destroyed by its coloring. It can, and it's just such a great, great um, book, honestly. Once in Future, if you're looking for an action-adventure kind of book that really uh, weighs heavily on the, like, like, mythological, magical elements of things without being too that, it's it's perfect. It's also just, like, it's, it's cheeky. Ooh. He's British. And he's I said right. that earlier, so it's cheap. <laughs> Give him a help. He's kick my hand. He's British. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <that's> galaxy Quest. <laughs> yeah. Rab L. Can't wait to see what you guys have in store for the channel. Uh, love what you do. Keep in, keep on keeping on. Thank you very much. You too. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, we do the interview that's happening tomorrow. I cut out a segment, and it's only going to be on the Patreon. Ooh. So. Ooh. If you want to know, that means I'm not going to see it because I don't support you. That just felt like that would be weird. Yeah. It's weird when I give super chats. Yeah. I get called out on that. If I'm not on the episode, I give a super chat. People are like, are you super chatting? I'm like, well, I want my questions right. I'm a fan too. <laughs> I'm a fan too. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I read Amazing Spider-Man number 44 from Spencer and Jacinto. Uh, this is, you know, I, I was giving Spencer a hard time last week where I was like, this better be part of the friggin' kindred thing. And it kind of is. Uh, it, it's... It, things it pretends like things are going to happen and the way it's in he had four great pages in a 22 page book 
In this? Yeah. Oh. Like, the art is really fun, and I really enjoy it. Uh-huh. Uh, the story is, like, practically non-existent. Oh. But Peter has a bad dream that indicates... Well, there's a bad dream in the story, and then there's another bad dream within the dream... Uh, which, like, Kindred says, like, isn't that lazy? Like, can't you believe that we did a dream within a dream? It's like, fuck you. Just because you did that doesn't mean that you didn't... It doesn't absolve you of the laziness of what you did. Right. If you, you can't always have the character look at the camera and go, like, I'm making schlock! Isn't that silly? Like, no. It's not fun if you do that. Especially if you've wasted, like, a year of stories indicating that you're going to do more stories like this issue you literally could have read the first arc and skipped everything and then just read this and you would have missed nothing that's a problem oh like you need to make every issue indispensable or at the very least every arc indispensable or at the very least every story feel indispensable but this is very disposable uh the story itself there is no story like, Do we it, find out who Kindred is? No. <laughs> You're, no. No. But Are you out? No. I mean, like, I gotta keep reading it because, like, I need to know what happens. Right. But, like, the, the big reveal, big moment in the story is that, like, Peter's still thinking about proposing to Mary Jane again. Remember when we did that? Like six months ago right well i mean like it's like you he, know, that's a big decision i i that i understand him still he did it already like and we had like we had 20 years of stories as a result but like we but he doesn't know that we know that this is gonna happen we we know that like he's he is showing you where we're going and he's telegraphing where you where he wants you to think we're ending up and at the end like peter goes through this like crazy scary dream and then uh, Kindred talks to you and he's like, I bet you're wondering who I am and where we're going and why we're taking so long. And like, oh my God, I can't believe we wasted our time doing a dream within a dream. But I promise you, this wasn't Peter's dream. This was the spider family's dream. And so he's like, hey, let's do some more things Sal hates. Like instead of making Peter unique and special and doing a story about him, Let's drag the rest of the characters that make him more and more redundant by, you know what I mean? Here's all the other spider characters. I hate the spider family. I, I appreciate that they exist, and I know that they, everyone has their own favorite characters. For me, every time you add another spider character, you diminish Peter's specialness. But, like... Uh, I guess what it is, is, like, there's something, like, cool there, and, like, maybe why it works with, like, the Bat family is because, like, they have the like, entire run of Gotham, and Gotham is such a dangerous, horrible place. Well, at least one of them isn't in Gotham, and one of them right. in this is like not even from this freaking universe. Right, right. But like having them all in New York, if they are in New York, mm -hmm. like that's like it, there's a lot of heroes in New York already, and so like and, I understand and, and, why yeah. it seems like it's unnecessary at times. But I do think it has done a lot to like bring like a lot of people in yeah. by having the spider characters mm -hmm. because like there's something like intrinsically likable about Spider-Man and then to spread it around like I don't know it's kind of oh, cool. And I I, I remember th talking about this and I I was it was an Instagram live show and not on this which is why I was like oh I, I think I'm repeating myself mm -hmm. but like for me I'm like I get Miles because Spider-Man has always been like headed to covered so you never know who's in it and he could be anybody. But the fact is, he is, like, the whitest person on the human, like, on the planet. Yeah. So, like, you know, there's one thing to be like, Spider-Man can be anybody, but there's another thing to be like, if you know anything about Spider-Man, you know he's, like, a really white guy. Yeah. Uh, but, like, 
And there's another thing to say, like, well, make a character that is for, like, for you. Or to, for, for like, Donald Glover loves Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. And it, for him, it's like, this is a character that I could be. And, but there's another, there, there's something intrinsically important about there being a character that looks like you. Mm -hmm. And is from your culture or from your, from your world. And I get that Miles is that. Because, and, and it's why he's more powerful as Spider-Man than like mosaic was yeah and like but why you shouldn't discount like static like static is a unique character that exists that caters to a particular demographic and makes people feel like oh that's my character it's my hero uh but he, why he's so successful versus why like there are like why night thrasher isn't you know what i mean well it also it, think helps with like when they were created and the like care that went into creating them you yes. know what i mean like Miles has a, a really good backstory. Yeah. Well, Miles is a rounded character, and he could be anyone. Yeah. Like, you could have made him any character. And the origins and his his appeal and his cast of characters and his supporting characters make him a rounded character that probably, in all probability purposes, wouldn't have gotten the leverage and the legs to expand on that and give you those characters if he weren't called Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. And so I get why Miles works as a Spider-Man. And I understand and appreciate it, and I'm glad he, that like he exists. Right. But then you have like a thousand other characters, like you have 14 different Spider Women, and the only reason why you do is because not all of them worked in the time when they were invented. Like, right, right. Julie Carpenter was a redundant Spider Woman, but like Jessica Drew wasn't a very popular character anyway, and Aranya was another one because like oh we needed to make a Spider Woman who was younger, and now she's 20 years old, and Silk is that again because that's 20 years old, and then Spider Gwen is that because Silk is 10 years old, and every 10 years you got to make another Spider Woman. Like come on, and why do they? And none of them have anything to do with each other, and then to say like no look at all these disparate characters that don't that would never call each other or be friends, and they're all part of the same family because they all have the same goddamn power set like that right. sucks right and it's just it's it's it, it's all because the bat family exists and they all sell because they sell off of the coattails riding of the number one best-selling superhero comic monthly every month so you can't replicate that success anyway it doesn't matter the point <laughs> is like he's like no like kindred's like i bet you're pretty excited about me and the event that i'm going to be about but hey, look, it's going to involve all the spider characters again. Like that story that Dan Slott did at the end of his run. Remember when he shoehorned all of them into that? Yeah. Like, God damn it. Like, the story but maybe is... But it will be interesting. We don't know. The story know? is well written. Uh, the, issue is, the issue is well written. It touches upon a few things that I really like. And it is telegraphing some things that I want. Mm -hmm. Peter and Mary Jane getting back together. The fact that he reminded you of it makes it go like, don't do it too loudly. Editorial will hear and make you not do it. But maybe you're just trying to cash in on me wanting you to do it. And that's why I'm buying it because I'm so unhappy with this book and would never buy it. Mm -hmm. And like, that's very cynical, but like, that's the world we live in. So probably that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. Like Peter leaves this really long message and he even says like, in the message, I can't believe your voicemails have cut me off, which probably means that he didn't leave the message and it was in his head. Right. So right, right, right. like, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of bullshit in this in this issue that looks very good, that kicks the can down the road and sets up more stuff that is exciting. Like, hey, Sin Eater Sin Eater's back and he has powers this time. 
okay, I guess that's interesting. Is it interesting? <laughs> Do I care? I mean, like, hey, you know what? At least it's an original character from Spider-Man's past and not uh, a new character that Spencer's like, I hope they make a, an action figure and movie tie-in character of this mm-hmm. so I get paid for days. That's cool. Right, right, right. Keep it up. Like, I, I want more. Meh. Like, but this issue was better than the last one, just not fantastic. Okay. So, you know. I didn't um, mean to touch, but oh, okay. sorry. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, what's next? Um, that was it for the stuff that I read on my side. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, then we can read... talk about Empire. Did you read Empire? I did read. I read Empire. I read... Strange Adventures. Um, yes. And, oh, that's uh, right. I also wrote that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Empire number one came out. Uh, yes, here we is, go. This... Which really threw me off. And then you reminded me that if those were zero issues. And I was yes. like, oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, we read Empire, num- uh, Fantastic Four Empire and Avengers Empire number zero. Both yes. zero issues. Now it's Avengers Fantastic Four Empire number one. Yep. And this is the event. Yeah, so here's the event. And then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I mean, it doesn't, like, I, like, literally part of the way of the book, you're like, I already know where this is going. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, you've already figured out where this is going, but seemingly they're not doing a civil war, hopefully not. No, which no, I was like, no. By the end of this, I was like, okay, if we keep going down this path, cool. Obvi- do the most obvious war. thing ends up happening right at the end. And you're like, yeah, I saw this coming a mile away, but I don't think they were trying to hide that no. so well. No. Like, I think the Zero issues were maybe supposed to, like, lead you to that, like, cynical, like, oh, there's going to be another Civil War. But, like, this issue, if you just read this, they obviously kind of recap what happened in the other two a little bit. You do miss out on the fact that there's something possibly going on with Tony, like, in Avengers Zero, you got that feeling that yeah, it's that almost like, like Krakoa, like messy, like uh-huh. that kind of like thing, like like you know, some sort of like pheromone or something like that. It's just something in the air that seems to have kind of messed with him. Yes. And so like you know, he might have missed out on some key things. You're not really getting that here, but maybe they'll either it's not a thing or they'll reveal it later on. Right. Um, but it, it, it's the, the plant people were bad. Yeah. Like, oh no! Who uh, thought? Which is kind of cool because like. Seemingly, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, the 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 Kree and the Skrull, they're on the right path here. Everyone handles it in completely all the wrong ways. Yep. Possible, as you see always at the beginnings of these things, we seemingly have kind of gotten that kind of stuff out of the way. Now, does that mean everybody's going to work together in the next issue? Probably not. Yeah. But like, at least they like they're like, okay, let's deal this right now. Let's not let's not you know bury this lead for too long. Yes. You know, Tony has an idea of what's going on. Um, Hulkling has an idea of what's going on. Hulkling's the one that's got to make the call. Yep. Reed's trying to make a call on what's going on. Yep. And then it's just like, okay, nope. Nope. Like, the Hulkling was right. Yep. But, and I, I love, I love the tree people look. They're cool I think looking. it's cool. There's like a little tiny adorable one. <laughs> like, I really dig their, like, face, like, on these, like, longer necks of, like, foliage like yeah. it's just cool like they have these creepy masks like there's something beautiful and also terrifying about them i just i find it to be very fun yeah it, very is, fun. it is fun like some horrific stuff happens to the fantastic four in mm-hmm. this um we get a lot of reed talking about how powerful sue is i like that in this yeah like in a way where they're like it seems like they're always trying to give fix her some of the damage that was done to her early on yes as a character you know what i mean like there is like something to be said about her original um, I, I the 
the way she was portrayed yeah. when, she, when Stan and Jack first born. Exactly, and it seems like they're trying to always fix that, where it's like, no, like her, like her power set could be pretty cool. It could be very dangerous. And yes. Like, you know, I also, for some reason, read her in the voice of the cartoon. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> I hear that voice, too. I, I was like, Scott, because she was saying, like, darling. Okay, dear. darling. And I'm like, Please. You know, Dan Slott. I didn't even watch that cartoon until like, you, you showed it to you me. You know, Dan Slott writes his superheroes I know. using animated voice characters. I know, I know. But he uses the 60s one for Spider-Man characters. There you go, yeah. But there's no way he doesn't use those characters. <laughs> By the way, if you're if you're wondering, like, hey, what voice does that sound like? And you don't want to watch the Fantastic Four cartoon? Just watch Family Guy because it's the, uh, it's the reporter lady. Oh. Yeah, Tom Tucker's person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what her name is. I think she died in the fan in the Family Guy universe, but but um, anyway, yeah, we also get to see some like cool stuff, like Ghost Ugh. Rider flying a Quinjet, a Quinjet, and what does he do? The thing we talked about in our Avengers episode, where it's like, uh, so he, if he rides anything, it becomes like a cha- like, yep, yep. Well, he has to drive it. He has to drive it, and it has twin pennants there, like cannons which i like i dug that because like the idea behind that was they were trying to do this in a non-lethal fashion yes. and so they're just like, making everybody feel bad yeah be scared blah. and then you know glory shows up and it's like mm-hmm. nah i've i'm designed not to feel bad about things okay what do you think of the uh, black panther mech I didn't initially realize it was a mech Me the way either. it was drawn until he landed and was fighting and I was like, oh. Oh, it's a mech. It's cool. Like the weird razor blade claws. <laughs> I mean, I guess for him, it's like everyone around him, like not that he doesn't have superpowers because Black Panther does, but Black Panther's also like crazy smart. And so like, I don't fault him for being like, if Iron Man can have a suit, yeah, I can have a suit. Exactly. And it'll look like a cat. And I don't care. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he comes from this, like, world where, like, science is, like, awesome, but there's also this, like, you know, supernatural element. Yeah. Combine the two. Why not? I'm down. Yeah, Stark doesn't do that, so why not? He's he's fighting aliens. Now's the time. Yeah. It was... I enjoyed it. Uh, There were a few moments for me that felt a little, like, not inauthentic, but, like, kind of hacky. Yeah. Uh, But... Yeah. I'm ready for an event where the Avengers, where the Marvel Universe teams up to fight an actual bad guy. Yeah. Like, if this were written 20 years ago, it would be the Skrulls. But right. it's But it's not the Katati. So whatever, that's This fine. literally, like, you know we talk about how, like, um, metal is a, like, summer blockbuster kind of thing? Yes. This feels like they're trying to do, like, an Independence Day. Yeah. This, feels like, I mean? this feels like a Marvel movie. Like, they're literally just trying to do that. Like, this isn't something that you're probably going to come out the other end of it with, like, you know, like, a lot of hard-hitting feelings or, like, deep dives into character development. It feels like it's going to be one of those, like, this was fun. Like, almost like Monsters Unleashed. But more successful. Where it's, like, almost a completely forgettable event. But, Mm -hmm. like, if you read it, you probably have a good time. Yes. Just, like, that's it. I don't know if that's worth, if you're, like, on a budget for you right now. Well, just don't buy the tie-ins. Right, because, like, there are going to be a lot of tie-ins, um, but, like, I don't know if that's worth it for you right now. If you're not looking for that, but if you are looking for something that's, like, just silly and over-the-top, because there is a lot of ridiculous, over-the-top stuff that happens in this book. Yes. Um, And, like, they've got, like, thought journals going, and, like, I do kind of, like, it's silly and, like, dull. Well, and it's a carryover from the book that they're from. So, like, because the... Because Slot wrote Fantastic Four and is writing Fantastic Four, yeah. he can carry over all the stuff that he does in Fantastic Four yeah. so that it feels like it's still a part of that book. Right. But, like, I'm not going 
going to say this is like, you know, like, you know, high storytelling. No. You know what I mean? Like at all. This is just, they're just having a good time yeah. on the page. Yeah. And it's, it feels like a Marvel book. It, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. Right. I, I'm like, I did it. They didn't even try to remind you about, uh, Hulkling and Wiccan's relationship. I feel like that will be the big linchpin at the end. Okay. Uh, Wiccan will probably die and the Hulkling will be mad. Right. Uh, but like. The kids are there. They're going to be important. They, they, those kids are also super important. with the other kids. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because it's like, you know, you know, brother and sister. They're like, you know, the scroll and the Cree. It's a male and a female. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so hijinks will ensue, I'm sure, with yeah. them. Um, I'm sure that'll be the linchpin of the entire thing. Sure. Like, I'm sure it's going to be the kids and it's going to be Wicked. Yeah, like, I'm just really hoping that, like, after this, that, like, everyone just kind of teams up to fix this. I agree. Um, because we kind of got the, like, you know, who sides who? Like, what are you doing there? Ah. We did that, and then, but then it's over. Like, yeah. we're, we, we're good. Yeah. Like, hopefully it's, well, uh, clearly. It's very clear. And they, they, I would be, if I were the Fantastic Four, I'd be pissed at the Avengers, but I would understand why they would have thought to do what they do. Also, they fixed She-Hulk, uh, but only if she has, like, a special hammer. Yeah, and, like, like meditation techniques. Right. Mm-hmm. It, as long as they, like, shove the crystal into her body or something. Because, like, if you're going to add a... Like, She-Hulk is a weapon. Mm-hmm. I mean, she doesn't need a hammer. But, well, like, unless... Well, they... And I'm wondering if this is going to... They're going to use it against the Avengers and the Fantastic Four because that was given to her by the... Katati, uh, Katati, yeah. So, like, I'm wondering if that wasn't, like, a way in order for them to, like, have also an enforcer of some kind. Yeah. Like, I don't even, like, we're going to tell you you need a weapon because we're going to need a weapon. Exactly. And you're And you're green. Weapon. I mean, like, it fits. Right. Like, you're just, you're on brand for us. Anyway. Yeah. Right. In a way. Yeah. It's cool. Like, it's, it's silly. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. It's silly. And, like. I, no complaints. No. I, it was just action-packed, punching. Yep. Fun, like, silly things that people say. Yes. But again, if you're on a budget and that's not the kind of book you're looking for, don't pick it up. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If you're like, I don't want to deal yeah. with a, and no one an else event is doing, right now, yeah. no one's going to blame you. And no one else is doing anything with it. Like, you're just going to have to deal with, like, the tie-ins and this and, the, and probably Fantastic Four, but not Avengers. Right. And so you, you're good. And you could probably pick it up later on in discount bins or in trade if it's like, you know what? I kind of wanted to see what this was all about. Yeah. And Marvel's not hurting, so like you can trade weight on this. Right. So like I'm just saying like if you're not looking for something silly, over the top, extra packed, whatever, don't grab it. It's okay. Yeah. Nobody's uh, going to be upset. Avengers Fantastic Four Empire number one from Al Ewing, Dan Slott, Valerio uh, Skitty, and Marta Gracia. Uh, I'd, ch- I'd say check it out. Okay. Um, I'm thinking about the budgets at this point for people. Completely. Rab L, can't wait to see what you guys have in store for the channel. Love what you do. Keep on keeping on. I believe I read that already. Sorry I think so about that. too, but hey, double thanks. Yeah. Appreciate uh, super that. Super duper. Uh, Headass says, I love you guys. Just wanted to say you have helped me through a lot of difficult times. Aww. Whenever I feel down, comma pop lifts me up. Thank, well, you, thank you very so much. much. Super I hope things are getting better. Same here. Yeah. Thank you, man. Uh, Guy of Steel. Hey, guys. Been watching for six years. And Ooh. I just wanted to say I love you guys. My favorite comics channel. Always value your opinions and love for the books. Well, thank, thank you, you very so much, Guy of Steel. I like your name. Yeah. Uh, and thank you much for sticking with us. Six years. I like that. That's yeah, good. Yeah, been around a long time. Yeah. It's hard to believe. Uh, thank you very much, man. Uh, hashtag Valiant, everybody. Uh, Dr. Comic. Hey, Salentiff. Loved the Batman Damned episode. Oh, thank you. I agree. Thank Check you, it out if you haven't already. Thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate that so much. I really enjoyed that conversation. Me that too. It was good. It was really good. I had a good time with that. If you want to pick up, if you want to get your own 
metal displate valiant piece of art in not, not even these characters. You can pick whichever one you want. You want to enter the giveaway for that. We're going to be picking two people at the end of the episode. All you have to do is put hashtag valiant, be someplace on the earth where things can be like delivered to. to you, and you have to be here at the end of this this whole thing. Yes. You have to, to be here. You have to be able to shout out into the chat, I'm here and I'm ready. Uh, Raj Patel, have a great day, guys. You too, Raj. Oh, thank, thank you very you. much. Um, Dr. Comic, Tom King will write a Rorschach maxi series. I don't know how I feel about this. Tentatively excited, cautiously optimistic. Uh, I told Ethan about it. He doesn't like the idea. At, he wasn't even willing to hear like what like there and that's the thing is that like if you are a watchman purist before watchman doomsday clock this it's all horrible yeah if you uh liked before watchman you're probably gonna be more excited about this because that's not azarello king i remember in 2017 on twitter i said tom king would write a terrific rorschach book right and and i i agree and what's funny is that i'm over here like talking about how like mr miracle was great and like i'm really digging strange, strange adventures. adventures and how like they're t he's taking characters that maybe aren't quite as beloved and like darkening them of course and so not everyone's on board for that right. necessarily and then i'm gonna say this which i'm like i don't like that idea yeah mainly because of the fact that while i support Mr. Miracle and Strange Adventures. Anna Strange and Mr. Miracle exist in the DC universe and are used there and they have their adventures and their stories there. And so like changing them up, like seemingly for this for Mr. Miracle, questionably out of continuity. Yeah. Same with this. We don't know. I, I think it might be. I think it is. I think it is. Um, but like Watchmen is its own thing or yes. it should have been its own thing. And by writing this other book, now you're going to be informing the way people read that text. Yeah. Like, Tom King or any other writer is going to be changing how people interpret Watchmen. Watchmen. Because well, it's really hard. And like, even if you say like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Well, not everybody has that like ability to separate the two yeah. and be like, I'm just going to read Watchmen now. Like if you read that first, people cut in the future. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll read, oh, I read this Rorschach book. Let me read this now. Like now I have to take what I learned in here and I'm going to apply it to that. And that's where I'm struggling with it, I think. So yeah. I don't know. Does it mean I'm not going to read it? Probably not. I'll probably will read it anyway because I'm a shill. Um, <laughs> I, I assume it's not about Walter Kovacs. Okay. But, you know, it is still... It is... It, it, it's, it's still going to color things, yeah. I think. Like, well, it's, it's still, still making money off of the Watchmen brand. Yeah. So who knows? I know, and we don't even know which which Rorschach it could be. But so. even if it even if it is a different Rorschach, like it will the still. way he depicts the world, yes. Like even afterwards, will it still affects how you how you read that? Yeah. Even Doomsday Clock does that. Yep, it you does. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Uh, Mew Mew O'Donnell says, "Speaking of Fantastic <laughs> Four, what trade would be a good place to start?" Love the Dan episode. Oh, thank you. Uh, when it comes to Fantastic Four, I mean, like, we did The Coming of Galactus. It's a lot of fun. It's, it gives you a little feel for, like, what the book is like, what mm -hmm. the family is like. Uh, that's in the description of our, actually, episode, so you can click it there. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, that was in the Marvel Masterworks collection, I believe. But as far as, like, Fantastic Four goes, you can't go wrong with John Byrne's run. Uh, I enjoyed some of Mark Wade's run. Uh, and, and, and you know, that's pretty much it. I mean, like, there's a lot of Fantastic Four I really enjoy. Uh, but I would I would stick with like, I would go with the with the John Byrne one. Uh, there's a there's a trade I have called the Trial of Galactus. I don't know if it's called that anymore, but it's a fun <laughs> collection of a lot of like John Byrne isms and stuff. I would check that one out. That's fun. Uh, yeah, um, and I think that's it as far as super chats go. We're gonna we're gonna get to more books as as we go, uh, which we should right now. Strange Adventures, Tiffany. Tell us more about it. <laughs> 
Uh, Strange Adventures, uh, written by Tom King with art by Mitch Jarrods and Evan Shaner. Um, Black Label book, uh, 12 issue miniseries about a character um, who were like clearly questioning the morals and, and scruples of. Mm -hmm. However, seemingly this issue, issue three, takes a turn and focuses possibly not th that it's Adam that's the problem. It could be his wife. Yes. I got some serious Manchurian candidate almost vibes from this, possibly. Okay. I was like, is that what we're doing here? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, and I don't know, because when King writes these, he often does things, I, I swear, where he's, like, trying to lead you down one path, and it's like, it's not that path. Yeah. But I'm going to make you feel that. And so, like, when I got that, by the end, I was like, are we doing Manchurian candidate? Or are you trying to make me think you're doing Manchurian <laughs> candidate? Yeah. Um, obviously the last issue really focused on Mr. Terrific and a little bit of like his character and which I think was great yep. because I think it really helps to, um, introduce him in this comic series and like what he's all about here. Totally. Um, but also to give people backstory if they don't know who he is. And mm -hmm. I think it also just helps too, because like he's going to play a vital role. In this. Yeah. He's doing the investigation on Adam Strange. Um, and whether or not, like, A, he's a good person, or, or, like, should he be in trouble for, like, war crimes? Did he, like, beat this person? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a lot going on there. His wife is constantly out there being like, this is bullshit and whatever. Like, she's definitely playing the political role here. Big time. Which is seriously why I'm, like, thinking that, like, there's something messed up with Strange. And yeah. that, like, maybe, like, he is a sleeper agent. Yeah. I'm like... Maybe the pick's one, and she's not even <laughs> who she is. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but we definitely get that, like, flashback to Ran. Yes. Where, like, we see Adam in this, like, gladiatorial arena, and, like, she's watching on, and, like, she's like, yeah, he's gonna win, and, like, he is, like... Not gonna win. Like <laughs> well, he's clearly not going to win, and then he totally does win, and it is brutal in the fashion that he wins, and what I love about that series of events a there's this really cool dialogue going on between him yes. and his combatant plus what she's talking about because she's having her own conversation by herself yeah like, she's not talking to anybody but she is talking out loud mm -hmm. she may be talking to somebody maybe i don't know maybe she's talking to the, the ruler but seemingly she's doing her own thing over mm -hmm. there um but like as like he is turning the tides and as he wins and brutally massacres his opponent yeah the art like almost does this blend of like shaner's work and yes. jared's work because jared's work obviously has this like grit to it it, yep. which is really cool because it puts you into that like real world scenario kind of thing and like the shaner art has this like idealistic kind of coloration to it mm -hmm. but like when he does this it just gets grittier and grittier until it's this like amazing like just all red panel of yeah. his face it's just spectacular I, I i loved it i loved it so much yeah um but it also shows you the brutality oh, that he absolutely. has in him which of course is going to make you question whether or not like he is innocent yes and like what is going on does he have PTSD? Is he forgetting this? Is he like altering like what he wants to remember from this? What happened to his, the, the question of his daughter? Yeah. I am, I cannot wait to oh, find I out know, I what know. happened to his daughter. Like well, for real. And the question or is, is like, it, is it something that she's doing? No, I'm talking. No. <laughs> is it something that his wife is doing? Is she making him forget? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, sorry. Well, it is maybe he was going to lose until he was reprogrammed or like she activated him. Right. And so like, yeah, maybe he did kill that guy. Yeah. And he didn't even know it. Right? Like, he doesn't even remember doing it necessarily. Yeah. She, like, I love the way she's depicted in this, especially in the, like, modern DC universe. Yep. Where, like, 
you know, there are like elements to her that are like from Ran. Like she wears a lot of like interesting jewelry, but she's like, you know, button down shirts, that kind of thing. Yep. She's like always smoking. Yep. And like she has a real femme fatale vibe to her. Yes. Like she has like right at the end, there's like almost like femme fatale meets like Bond girl moment where she's in the pool. She comes out wearing the all white bathing suit and Batman's there. Mm-hmm. And there's that great photo that is taken of her blowing smoke, smoke in Batman's, in Batman's face. face. And like, it's interesting because there is like, someone takes that. Yep photo and then she they, must have arranged to happen right but they put it up on the news and the question is like oh is that how you treat your heroes and it's like oh are they talking about strangers they're talking about batman you know i just like that read on it where it's like you can interpret that how you would like obviously they're going to educate us on that i'm sure later on yep. um i really like this book because it while it has that same um care and like like again, like I don't want to use the word darkness, but like it is yeah. like it is a darker side to a character that Mr. Miracle had. It's in a different way. Yes. Um, and there's a greater mystery here. And while like with Mr. Miracle there was its own mystery going on in its own way where it's like, what happened to him and is he alright? Yeah. This is like very much like a real mystery and like Mr. Terrific is clearly going to get to the bottom of this. Absolutely. In this book though, we definitely see heroes, which we didn't see. As in much Mr. In Mr. Miracle, Miracle. Mm-hmm. like we, they were referenced, but they like other than um, Booster Gold and, and Blue Beetle, and Blue Beetle, we didn't really see them in this. We've seen Superman, we've seen Batman, we see Hawkman in this. I love how Hawkman looks in this. He looks great. Like the coloring on his armor is spectacular. It's like gleaming. Yeah, it's so cool. Because um, Strange is like meeting up with like their, these heroes as he's like fighting with them, and he's yes. trying to find out. Oh my God! Like he he's like, yeah, I asked you to investigate me, but uh, could you give me some like insights into like how they're investigating me and like what I could be well, doing to like? They wanted Batman to do the investigation, and his wife is upset that Mister Terrific is doing it yes. now, like as though like she had a plan for if Batman did it, and maybe she knew that Batman wouldn't do a full investigation because they're friends. Yeah, and that's why she's pissed, or like, why, yeah, or she's setting up Batman because like there was definitely a like. The, the photo that is taken of Batman is an indication that, like, they're using... I mean, she's politicizing their entire struggle. I know. And she's manipulating it like a head of state would, I which, know. of course, she was. I know. Like, I just... This issue... Like, I was sold on the last issue because I really liked just a good getting issue. to know Mr. Terrific yes. in that issue. Mm-hmm. But this issue, I'm like... I I was like, if 4 was out right now, I would leave this show and go buy it. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, and, and it's... The, the trap has been sprung as far as, like making you realize that this is a mystery and it is about something and yeah. we're going to get to the bottom of it. It is, it, it is a uh, character study, but it's, it's about a story Yeah, like, and we are going to be like surprised yeah. or, or learn something. Yeah. Um, did you, did were you paying attention to Twitter and how uh, clearly Mr. Terrific is modeled after Columbo? Oh my God. No. Cause he, no, he doesn't do the, he doesn't do the, one. that is his just one more thing. He does the just, but he didn't say just one more thing. No, but they, they are indicating that. Like, oh, he's going to get him. That he is, Mr. Terrific is Columbo in this book. That's great. I love that. I was not, well, I wasn't on, I was off of social media all last week. That's right. So I missed all of that. Yeah. That's awesome. But, uh. But yeah, so Columbo, I did, I wish I had, oh, I should have. I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah. But for me, Venturian Candidate is oh, where I'm at right now. Absolutely. Especially with like his smile, his whole like Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's there's nothing there. There's nothing yeah. behind his eyes. No. Yeah. Like I but I, I if it is that, that is in my opinion, 
a very much a departure from like the like tropey kingisms that people have accused him of. Yeah. It's just who like, is this obscure character and how and why does he deserve to hit? Why is he sad? Yeah. And who is the woman who's going to help him out of it? I, I, if it, it is Manchurian Candidate, it is who is the woman who's, who's destroying pulling, him. who's yeah. wrecking him from the inside out? Yeah. I'm like, but we'll see. Again, King tends to make you think something and then like pulls the rug out from underneath you, which I, I kind of dig. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because he tends to earn it with these twelve issue minis. So. How do, how dope? Yeah. So it's a recommend. It's it's a high recommend. They're on issue three. We're one fourth of the way through. I had to do really quick fractions there. Yeah. I suck at them. So Me too. if I'm wrong, sorry. Yeah. Um. So like, I would recommend you go back since we have had this delay in the books. You can yeah. catch up fairly easily. Easily. So yeah. I re I totally recommend this. Book. Same. Uh, Very much on the opposite end of the spectrum of Empire. Yeah. Where, like this book is like you're gonna get in there. You're gonna have a good time, but like. You're probably gonna watch somebody be torn down. Torn down. Yeah. No. I, I. I also just to echo your thoughts. I loved it. Yeah. It's just an excellent series. Mm -hmm. Tom King is not a hack. It's just like you know, depends on what he's forced to do versus what he wants to do. There you go. Taylor Pester, uh, the solicit for the Rorschach book sounds like a question book to me. I know he's based off question, but it's on the nose. Yeah. Uh, there is a great question book out right now from Black Label. Check that out if you mm -hmm. you know if you're on the note or on the fence about it. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I agree. It sounds like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Dark Knight's Metal number two from Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Manbatten, everybody. Uh, what does that mean? Okay. So, um, I, I, that, my, my head covering was to the fact that you said that. Yeah. Well, don't forget, we opened the book with, with the Batum. Yeah. That one actually, I was like, what? Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, uh... But only for a second. Yeah. This is the first book that I realized that um, Wonder Woman's hair is um, ombre. Ombre? Yeah, it's like starts like yeah. one color and goes into others. And I was like, yeah, oh, I it's didn't, pretty! I didn't notice that until you pointed it out. <laughs> Especially not in the last issue. Oh, I was just I don't like, know why. oh, it's so beautiful! Yeah. <laughs> Moving on! Oh, sorry, Death Metal. It's Dark Knight's Metal too, so you know what it's called. But yeah, uh... I love the design for her. Also, there's a story where... Okay, so if you haven't already checked it out, uh, Benny and I interviewed Scott Snyder on our show Absolute Comics, which is actually on the main Comic Story channel, and he gave a lot of insight into this issue. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he talked about, like, there was, like, a road warrior universe, and Batman uploaded his consciousness into a, into a car, or into many cars. It's the only car that was left, and it's a monster truck. Uh, and he gives a lot of insight into, like, all the other Batman... And, and talks about like his his ideas. I am more interested in hearing Scott Snyder explain this than I am in reading this. Okay. Uh, Maybe he needs a director's commentary version of this. They've done yeah. those before. Like I've got a, a gigantic Sandman book, and yeah. I love it. It's right over there. I'm not gonna. No. Um, it's black and white though, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But in the sides, like they've like they've had hired people to come in and like give you some insight. I'd love to see that though with Scott. Yeah, just I, he could like, just release a podcast where each issue he he and Greg like talk about the issue and turn the you know like they could play, play make like a little tone like when you're reading a book in the '80s where it's like boop turn page okay now we're on page three um, we reintroduce the JSA who are hiding in like uh, you know a, a secret base where everyone's collecting their thoughts and old well and they're old yeah well uh, I just it's just so funny because like they're yeah. all so old and the Doctor Fate's like I'm not taking the helmet off no because you don't want to see how old I am. Uh, I'm not old. Essentially, Batman is, you know, he's he's doing his thing, Wonder Woman's doing her thing, and yeah. you're like, God, how many issues are we going to waste of that? None. 
basically, Batman's here and he's using his Black Lantern ring. And Scott made made a point of saying in the episode that we did, uh, he's not getting rid of the ring anytime soon. He's going to keep ba- this Batman is going to be using the Black Lantern ring. Right. Well, I mean, uh, like, why would you? Like, what are you going to like throw it? Like, oh, I genuinely thought he was just going to chuck it. Uh, I used it for that story. It's not an empty gun in well, a movie, I, right? But I used that in that in that scene. I don't need it anymore. But he's he's stamping all these different like uh, graves in this subterranean lair of fallen heroes that he's going to resurrect. Right, because that's what this is. This is like it, it's it, it, it's like the um, it's cemetery. Pet cemetery? Famous, no, the famous one where you bury soldiers. Arlington. Thank you. I was like, all I could see is the visual of it. Arlington. Yes. It's like the Arlington for superheroes, and it was hidden. And Wonder Woman was like, I don't even know if it's still around because when Perpetua rechanged, reshaped everything for the Batman and Labs, I yeah. don't know if this stuff survived. Right. Which is kind of cool because I guess if she didn't know it was there, it didn't get messed up. Yes. Like so, they're able to get to it, and that's where they are. And exactly. Like, I love that Batman's like, what's their power? What, what's the okay what's this pe- person's power and i love that he must have been doing that for like a couple of hours and then for when we check in with him he's like i guess we might as well just resurrect them all i mean right. like what am i even wasting I, my I time imagine for? hex is like why did i even bother you're a bastard yeah also hey jonah hex is here yeah well um, he was here in the other one he oh, was in the, right. the first one like he he led the the army yeah, that's right that's right um so there's a panel here that basically gives you the rundown of what the story is like mm-hmm. what what the good guys are going to be trying to do and it is that they're going to travel into the dark multiverse to the original crises, steal crisis energy, and then use it to funnel it into the Dr. Manhattanized Wally West and let him, like, reboot the universe Right, again. well, that's Wonder Woman's plan. Batman was like... We're going to create a world and live on that in secret. Yeah, and she's like, that's not what we're going to do. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll be a blend of those two ideas. Sure. That'll be the end. Well, he's not happy with her plan. No, but he is on board. He is on board, but he's not happy. Well, that's because Hex gives Batman a rallying speech that we don't hear. That's right. Because what could he possibly say? Yeah. Um, So, there's a lot that I do enjoy about this book. Uh, One thing that I mentioned in the other, in in that episode was the pacing. Um, Each chapter break feels like a complete issue. Like, it feels like a full issue of the book and then you get a chapter break, and you get another issue. Mm-hmm. So there's basically three issues in this one issue. Yeah. And it it gives the illusion of getting more book for your money. Yeah. Which I really appreciate. I like the multiple endings. I like the extra stuff. And I want more for my money. Right. And, I, and when I'm in this kind of like monthly story with this crazy shit... I want to get as much as I can because the last thing I want is to be like reminded that there's going to be a cool thing that happens in the next issue and then I got to wait another issue for that cool thing. They're going to do that, but I might as well get a bunch of cool things as we go. Right. So that's really well paced. Uh, and Snyder talks about that a little bit where he mentioned like it's rare to be able to do that and you get those moments so you can take a breath and then move and switch gears and you can do time jumps. Mm-hmm. And the time jumps don't seem as jarring because you get a chapter break. Really cool, well, like well made. Uh, obviously, the Batman who laughs does not die, or at the very least, his brain doesn't. They uh, they skip a lot of exposition, which I was very surprised by. Like, yeah, that they removed the the Batman who laughs brain, and then put it into Doctor Manhattan. What that like, and they don't even really explain it. But Snyder does in the interview where he talks about how. 
there's a dark multiverse version of Bruce Wayne who does everything. But in one of them, he found out about Dr. Manhattan. I guess he read Doomsday Clock. And so he tries to recreate the experiment that create that makes Osterman into Dr. Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's not Dr. Manhattan in this story. It's that Bruce Wayne becomes his own Dr. Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And that one died or they took him. Wouldn't it be Dr. Gotham? Yes, but no, there's no, I, I, no, I think Manhattan it must should exist. be Dr. Gotham. No, it shouldn't be because the, it's based on the Manhattan Project. Yeah. And as long as that happened, unless it was the Gotham Project instead. So regardless, uh -huh. I just, you know. <laughs> but uh, he died or they killed him or what, or who cares? Cause they don't talk about it, mm -hmm. but they remove his brain. Like it's an itchy and scratchy cartoon and they pop the Batman who laughs brain into it. And because I guess it's, you know, Dr. Manhattan type it body. It absorbs it. It just absorbs it and it, it gets it. Yeah. And so now you've made the Batman who laughs infinitely more powerful, but they also make a point of saying like, he's kind of changed. Like not that it, it, we didn't get all of the Batman who laughs. We got some other kind of thing. Right. Uh, so we reveal that he can, you know, he's, he's Dr. Manhattan. He can change everything. He can change anyone. And he reforms himself back into what he was, but of course blue. Uh, and, uh, you know, call... Petulance checks in. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Clearly... Hey, hey honey. How, how are things going at home? Oh, they're good. Don't worry. We're fine. We're fine. I'm not going to try and overthrow you or anything. And the reason why it works for her in the first place is because she's like, well, I'll just make everything the way you want. Like, I don't care. She's Which like, I don't, I don't really have a, a vision for the room. I just don't want it here anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, but she does check in and, you know, she's destroying another earth and whatever. Um, she's like literally doing the like mom calling home. Mm -hmm. Like, and like. Making sure the, there's nobody partying. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, the Batman who laughs uh, basically is like, I'm, I've been, I've been upgraded. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing more upgraded stuff, but I still want someone messed up and crazy like me who's like grounded to do the messed up and crazy stuff like me. So he asks one of the like Stygian Robins uh, to give him an idea about like what he'd like to see. Is that what he says? I thought he asked about what his like his origin was. He, well, yes. He's he like, what's your origin, kid? Because yeah. like you could become like my, my right hand man. Because I just I just undid everybody. Hey, all those characters you just met in the first issue, forget them. Mm -hmm. They're gone. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I think he's like the he's the king, Robin King. He's the Robin King. So we, he uh, he anoints a Robin King, and the crow thing that he sees, says over and over again, he then adds an end to the end, mm -hmm. so he gets crowned. Um, my guess is he's Billy Batson, but you know oh. we'll see. Uh, but we set up the, the 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 Robin King, and then the Doctor Manhattan, Doctor Manhattan, Batman who laughs turns into the Darkest Night. Oh, right. good. We have a and he's name. aware that they're doing things. Oh yeah, no, he's fully he's, aware. He's like he's full, he's full on aware. Yeah, of what the plan is, yeah. or at least that like they're gonna start doing that. Right. So, you know, new upgrades, new action figures. Right. Um. So yeah, uh, and so they're gonna go do it, and. Uh, uh, I remember being like, "Ugh, this again." But um, they go. Pff, I don't know where the hell they even go. It's like just in a hole in the middle of nowhere. They go to like a facility. Yes, where Batman has already set because it up. Because they want to get to Apocalypse, and That's so they right. need to. I can't remember what they have to get. They have to get something in order to get themselves there, mm -hmm. because um, 
Barry's back. Yes. And um, Batman's like, oh, I know a, a thing that we can go and get, and it's going to be super awesome. It'll oh, that's right. It was built by the, the Toy Man, Toy Man. From, Dark, from Dark Knight's Metal yeah, 1. And, and they're like, you know, hey, like, like, is it subtle? And it's like, it's Toy Man. But we also find out that, like, Batman had has like versions of the first dark knights yeah the cool action figures you liked from the first book yeah well, i was like they oh, will... hey, it's the drown yeah it's your look yeah these characters who were defeated in the last one can come back because they're robots built by bruce wayne yeah so like guard this area they can be good guy versions of the things that you like which really like i this was interesting because there's like someone else guarding this area outside yeah, and he gets who's like, a bad guy yeah and he gets eaten by a freaking giant hyena yeah, and then they go down there and you run into them and you're like, oh no, and it's like, no, it's cool, these are my guys. It's like, wait, what the hell is that guy doing? Right. Regardless, we find out what it is. Mm -hmm. And it is the, it is it is composite Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Right. As a rocket ship mech robot. Yeah, it's like, what was it, like the Batman Superman book? Yep, uh, Batman Public Enemies, or Superman Batman Public Enemies. Yeah, where like, they, like, he makes that, but it's just the two of them. Yep, now it's the three decide. of them. Now it's the three of them. It's a lot. It's a lot of look. It is a lot of look, but that's what's going to rocket them into space. Yep. But don't worry, because we're going to see a dark side Batman. Okay. In the next one. But uh, yeah, so... Um, this book read better... It did. ...than the first one? I think I so, felt. too. Like, I had a great time reading it. I did, Better too. than the last two. Yeah, and like... But this is just... Wait, this, this is this, this is issue three. Two. Yeah, so Wait. I liked it better than the last issue. Yeah, like the last issue... I, it was just the pacing was a little weird. Yes. I know that's because the intro book, and that, that happens a lot, where like a, a first issue is like it hasn't quite hit its stride. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this did a better job in terms yes. of pacing. I agree. I'm very much on the fence about the coolness factor of, of Bruce Wayne being a Dr. Manhattan and the implication of creating that. Or, yeah, like on like what that means. And like, not everybody wants to think about that. Like, you know, I mean that. Like, like, like legitimately, like, this is fun and it's over the top and like it's it's action packed and like there's something to be said about that. You know what I yes. mean? Like, it's just a fun book. Snyder's having a great time. Capullo's having a great time, and you can just enjoy it. Yes. There's another part of my brain that's like screaming about the fact that it's like Doctor Manhattan is a very like interesting character. Yes. Um, and like while you have characters from Watchmen who are clearly based off of other characters. The very idea of like having another version of it, yeah, is just I don't know. There's something off about it, and I can't quite put my finger on what's bothering me about it. Yeah, it's because it's derivative and it sucks. Uh, the idea of I don't know if that's what it is. It I'm, diminishes I'm sure the thing that was that's better. That's what is. That's my problem. Is like is like, but I'm sure it'll have some like further meaning in the story, and there's a reason that it's there. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that he did it just to do it. I think Scott does have a plan for it, and yeah. like, so like I'm not. I'm not like, ah, but like, again, like there is a little part of my brain that's like, mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, cause like with Doomsday Clock, it's like Dr. Manhattan is involved and mm -hmm. it is, and it is a thing. And it's like, if you don't like that, like, then you're not going to like Doomsday Clock and it's going to like, then you're really not going to like this where it's like, not only was Dr. Manhattan a thing in the DC universe, but he can be replicated. That's the thing. It's like there, and like so, like now it's like you've opened the door that there could be lots of Manhattans. You know yeah. what I mean? Like multiversal Manhattans. Well, and the it's fact like, that they even made Wally West get some residual Doctor Manhattan energy made me crazy. But then you're like off. 
offhandedly there was a Dr. Manbatten and he's already dead yeah. and we're using him to become this thing. Like, that makes me yeah, nuts. It does. No, and it, and like, again, don't mistake what I'm saying that like, because I, I do, I get it. There is something, like I said, it gets action packed and it's fun and it's really fun to look at. Yes. That doesn't diminish that. It's just, there's another part of me that's like, hmm, that's it. Just, hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. And so there is a lot to enjoy and there's a lot of fun to be had. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm worried that like, if like, you know, it's like, you're having so much fun, but like, what are you inspiring? And like, wh like what if, what happens when you're done having fun and a lesser creator shows up and says, well, you get to do this. Maybe I'll do so like you, maybe I'll yeah. do a Watchmen sequel. Or maybe yeah. I'll make a, you know, maybe I'll make Jason Todd become Rorschach. You know, mm -hmm. like maybe I'll just blur the lines between this thing and this commercial thing. Like I, I don't know, it's it's weird, and it does feel like a slippery slope to what I don't even know. Right. It just feels like it, and we won't know what the impact is until it's had. Uh, but yeah, it feels like you didn't necessarily need to do the Doctor Manhattan thing. In order for Perpetua, the god of everything. You know what I mean? Like, she could have just made Doc, like Batman Who Laughs more powerful. You didn't need to do the Dr. Manhattan thing. No, but they want to be able to have, like, you know... That visual. The visual and, like, the fact that he turns himself evil. Like, a version of that. Like, yep. it's just... And, like, admittedly, that's a cool design. Like, a an absence of, like, light there. Like, yeah. it's just, like, void, essentially. That's, that's neat. It's right. cool. And that's what it is. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. It's, it's all, about, it's it's all about that. It's all about style. And it's all. And yet, Snyder also wants to say something about I know. Comics. And like, so like, that's what's frustrating me. But again, we're two issues in. So like, I am going to like, hold my like, for like the end, because I don't know. But like, that gave me pause. Yes. That's what I'm going to say. That gave me pause. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, but I did enjoy this much more than the first issue, I and did. I, I'm I'm excited for it to continue. Um, there are a lot of neat ideas, and like I said, I'd rather talk about it than I would read it. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather talk to Scott about what it means and what he wants to say about comics than I necessarily want this to be an event. Right, I mean, because the fact is the dude really likes comics, he likes writing stories, yep. like, he likes creating things, yes. you know what I mean? So it's, like, nothing against him, it's not like he has, like, some sort of deep-seated hatred of anything. And that's like, thinking, he's not trying to sub to to supplant it or, or bring the house down, you know, it's just, he's just trying to, like, he he's doing what any of us would do with his clout and position, mm -hmm. you know? And I don't necessarily mean you would come up with Batman, Dr. Manhattan, Manhattan but I, it's more like you'd... You'd be like, oh, I can do, like, let's see what I can get away with. Let's see what I can do. Yeah. Let's see how I can say this. And I can say it in the biggest way possible. And hey, editorials also like breathing down my neck about making it bigger and making it more, mm -hmm. more money and more relevant. And so there's a lot of that. So, you know, it, I, I dug it in its own way. I just don't know if it's like not a slippery slope, like, like, like you indicated. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so. Uh, it's a, it's a soft recommend for me. Uh, I, I don't even know anymore. And again, like I'm thinking about this in terms of like how many comics are coming out right now and how many people are struggling financially with like different parts of the world being closed down and such like that. But the fact is it's like, 
if you're a DC fan, you might want to be aware of this book because... Oh, yeah, because of its indicate Well, what it's going to do. Right. Um, that said, though, if you are on a budget, plenty of news outlets will give you a summary or gist of it. Um, and like, you'll be able to see what happens on the other side of it when new books start coming out after it's over. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, that's it. That's, a, that's a really what my concern is right now. Is that's that, fair. Like, if, you, if you have enough funds for like... Three books. Like, let's say that's it. You got three books worth of, of cash, and there's definitely, like, characters you really want to read. Mm -hmm. It's up to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, take what we've said about it, but take what other folk have said about it, make your own decisions about it, mm -hmm. and go from there. The Moaf Social Club says, Do you think that the big twist in Strange Ventures is that Alana has been Olivia Munn the whole time, and DC hopes that this gets optioned as a movie? I didn't. I did not see Olivia Munn in her character. Neither did I, honestly. Um, but I, I, I nothing against Olivia, Olivia Munn. I don't I, think she's I, got the chops. I don't. I don't know if she's got like this. 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 She's a pretty weak style. This I gotta say. character, like, I think needs some serious, like, you know, like a, a person, an actress who can like grab this character and like yeah. have like possible machinations happening that like nobody's aware of. Exactly. Possible. I don't know. Yeah. Are we gonna do one more push and then, or do we, do we have? Them? Sure, uh, we we have we have the. Oh, okay, we're we have done. The winners. It's out. We're done. Uh, but we do recommends first. Yeah, uh, Mark C. I'm calling the composite Trinity robot the Tran of Steel. Low hanging fruit. Uh, Doctor Comic. Hey Tiff. Next week the JLD finally descend on the. <laughs> no, it's like yeah. Yeah. Uh, next week the JL the Just League Dark finally descend to the other world and face the Upside Down Man. I'm very excited. Yeah, it, for me that feels like. Tynan has to have this wrapped up before. Like, oh no! Before um, Batman. Well, no, before metal. Right. Before death metal. Yeah. Because he he is intrinsically tied yeah. to that universe. So I'm wondering if they don't have to to solve this. Whenever this is happening. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, let's let's recommend some books. What do you got? Obviously, Batman '95, the start of Joker War. Uh, looks cool. I'm excited for it. Looks cool. Uh, Daredevil number 21 from Zdarsky and Chichetto. Uh, Daredevil's getting a new suit. He's going to be Daredevil again. Uh, it's a great series. It's always great. It's only 21 issues to jump back in. I would recommend reading all of Daredevil. I love how dynamic the Daredevil logo is. It just has movement so to it. so simple and it's so gorgeous. It's just great. Uh, X-Men Fantastic Four. Remember when that was a book? Yeah. Yeah, number four comes out. Nice. From Zadarsky. Uh, I, I love this. I think it's just a fun book. And yay. Check it out. Um, Empire number two comes out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, what? That's great. That was just this week. No, that's great. Keep up the momentum. Why not? Exactly. Whatever. So I'm hyped. Uh, uh, yeah. We recommended it. Well, yeah, again, this is one of those where it's like, if you miss it, that's fine. Oh, yeah. You're no. not... It's okay. Marvel is going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, also, the Empire tie-ins are coming. Uh, there is an Empire tie-in for X-Men. It's a four-issue miniseries. Hickman and Teeny Howard the are... the only one I might be interested in because yeah. of the plant implications. The plant implication, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, good thinking. Uh, so, that's a book. I'm definitely going to read the first issue. <laughs> that commitment right i'm definitely gonna read the first i am definitely committed to one issue yes uh empire number avengers number one is another tie-in uh it is it is written by jim zub oh so i'm excited okay no he's a good guy i didn't want to read many tie-ins for this no but this looks like a lot of fun 
Uh, it looks like it's Doctor Strange's. It looks like it's an Avengers uh, roster. Like it looks like we're we're building a new Avengers team. Yeah. I love that idea. That's I'm on, I'm on board. Okay. So hooray! Uh, I also, guess, you know what? For a lot of people though, who maybe are like worn out on Aaron's Avengers, mm-hmm. like me, maybe I I don't know. It's a tie-in though. So I, how much can you really get into it? Yeah, that's true. Actually, how many issues is that tie-in? Uh, I don't know. A questionable amount of issues. Yes. Uh, Free comic book day. That's a Spider-Man Venom issue. Nice. Uh, that looks like a lot of fun. It's Free comic book day month or whatever. Yeah. So each like week, week I think is getting they, a book. No, there's like several because there's also one. Um, remember that dark arc book I was kind of reading a little bit. It's like a yeah dark version of the Noah's Ark. Yes, I do. Story written by but Cullen with, Bunn. Yeah, yeah. They have a free comic book day issue coming cool. out this week as well. So like, be on the lookout for those if you're looking to just get some more things to read. Right, cost you nothing. Yeah, yeah. This uh, free comic book day Spider Man Venom book is written by Donny Cates. Also, oh, I was gonna say also you can't run out. Yeah, like, you know, sometimes you go to free comic book day and they run out of an issue you want. Yeah, it's yeah, digital; yeah. you can't run out of it. That's true. Uh, and uh, there is a prelude to the next amazing Spider-Man story <laughs> arc, which involves the Sin Eater. Uh, it's, I'm sorry, that, it's just menacing with the shotgun. Just <laughs> that's that Sin Eater's whole shtick was he was, he was a jerk with a shotgun. That was his whole thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm not reading that. What? I just wanted to mention that, like, okay. hey, remember that, you know, Kindred came in this issue and was like, do you know who I am yet? Right. Well, take a back seat, yeah, yeah. Uh, me, because it's Sin Eater time. Um, so, also, next week, uh, if you're on the Hickman train, woo-woo, um, but you don't want Marvel right now, then you're probably reading Decorum, and Decorum number three is coming out. Uh, Die number 12 is coming out. Yeah. That's, what else I have to say? It's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Justice League Dark number 24 will be coming out. And remember that book, Hellions? Yes. Yeah, number two is coming out. Hey, so I'm gonna, I'll right. check it out. I'll cool. just, like, I don't know how much longer I'll be on that book. <laughs> um, but it is Jonathan Hickman at, for the story with Zeb Wells as the writer. Ooh. So, like, Hickman obviously has some yeah. hand in there. I don't know. Totes. Uh, Alex Cash in Super Chat. I'm now 100% sure Death Metal is not for me. Dr. Manbatten is a bridge too far. I want stories that are thoughtful, well-reasoned, and respectful of what came before. This was just a bunch of wouldn't it be rad. I, yeah. That's it's a, fair. And I, I think that's, like, this series may end up not being divisive, but, like, I think a lot of people are going to be like, it wasn't for me. I don't. I th- love it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to sell like the last one did. It may not, but I'm just saying, like, I think that's what's going to end up happening. And no matter how you feel about it, you're totally, like, like open and welcome to feel that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong on either side, in my opinion. Agreed. Uh, so here's the winners. Uh, so we'll, I'm going to sound off who won. Who wins the who opportunity, wins the opportunity to pick to... their own now here's the deal. Displate. When I announce your name, I need you to sound off in the chat. Be like, hey, it was me. That's me. I won. You know, whatever you want to say, as long as it's respectful. Yes, uh, we'll have a few minutes before we call the next person. Yes. Uh, when you are announced and you uh, sound off, email me, sal at comicpop.net. We can't get .com. Uh, but email but, but me first sound off in the chat but sound off in the chat and we'll work it out but I need you to email me your information and then I can send that over to Valiant and they will make sure you get your your your, your metal pick, poster you'll pick it for the yes uh, go to the website in the description by the way and pick out which one you'd like uh, so yeah uh, here we go first winner is Atmos I'm gonna put at Atmos Atmos, congratulations on winning 
one of these. One, one of these. But maybe not these. But maybe, maybe, maybe you don't want one of these. Yeah, maybe, maybe you, you don't want, want a different Valiant character. Maybe you want to see X-Men Man of War in metal on your wall. Maybe you want to see Quantum and Woody. Uh, Yay, three characters he's in the there. First All right, they're Atmos. There, Congratulations, say. Atmos. You win. Here's what you do. Email me. Sal at comicpop.net. Send me your information. We'll work it out. Congratulations. Congratulations, Atmos. That was amazingly fast. I can't believe I that. I applaud word. you. Yes. Uh, and I would, but... Yes. Holding metal things. Yep. And our second winner is Grayson Red. Grayson Red. Grayson Red, congratulations you on your are, success. Are we going to be two for two? Yes. Now, don't leave right away, because Gray Grayson Red could screw this up and leave. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see what's going on. Uh, but let us know in the chat if you are here. Yay! Holy crap! Yay, it's Grayson! All right, Grayson. So, Atmos and wow, Grayson. you guys are awesome! I am amazed. You guys are awesome. So here's what you do. Go to the go to the description below this video. Pick out the uh, you know the link. Pick out your book. Email me sal at comicpop.net. Send me your information. You know your address. You'll probably still have to repick it out. You'll probably still have to repick it out. But pick out the book the, the thing and just just email now. Yeah, but email me now and I'll make sure that everything works out. So shoot me those emails uh, and we'll make it happen. Yeah, only two winners. I'm sorry. These things are kind of expensive. Uh, but yeah. Um, Sorry, guys, That's it. but if you are interested in one of these, you can head over to display.com and, and see what they've got going on over there for the Valiant Universe, or just go to that link in the chat. That's right. If you'd like to go check out your own, maybe add it to your wish list. Yeah, hey, why not? Um, if you want more, go to patreon.com slash comicpop and help us out. There will be a omitted, deleted scene from an interview for tomorrow's episode of Elseworlds Exchange. That'll be exclusive to patrons only. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Check that out. Uh, I'll no longer bury the lead. Listen. Garth Ennis is coming to Comic Pop. <laughs> Garth Ennis and I talked for like an hour. I love that you were like, I'm going to bury the lead. Forget it. It's Garth Ennis. I can't. I have to. I have to. So if you want to see that and you want to see more of it, watch the episode. Please. <laughs> for the love of God, watch this episode. Uh, but yeah, uh, check it out. Uh, and if you want to know what Garth Ennis thinks of Saga, go to patreon.com slash comic pop and join up. Uh, congratulations, everybody. If you, want, if you want to buy these, by the way, Links in the, in the description. We don't get any residuals or anything like that, but like, hey, why not? Check it out. It's no, a lot it's of fun. Just something cool These are cool. Have. This one a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna make you put it up because I've, you know, you have to put up the thing. And... Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's it. We well, want thank you so much for hanging out with us. Of course, if you want to see more, Twitch.tv/comicpop. You can watch this young lady play video games twice a week, Tuesdays and Sundays. If you want to help us out, you can always like this video, subscribe to the channel, go to the Patreon to help us out. And of course, if you want to keep this conversation going, join the Discord. All the links for everything we do, all the social medias are in the description below this video. Click it out. Click it and check it out. There's a lot of fun links in there. Please watch them all. And we'll see you guys next week next week with an all new episode. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. So long. Bye, guys. Bye.